0: Welcome to episode 44 of Podron Adventure. Today's episode, Robot Commando by Steve Jackson. Hello and welcome back to Podron Adventure. My name's Tom, and an interesting fact about me is that a couple years ago, when I used to take part in live streams, I didn't like talking about my job, so I'd tell people that I worked at a dildo factory. I've recently started work on an assembly line, so I suppose life imitates jokes in that way. I'm joined today by cool video people on the internet, Chip Cheeseman General Ironicus. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey.
1: How
0: are you guys doing? Pretty good. All right. Nice. I've
1: nice. never been called cool people before, in in any case, so (laughs) I'm riding a little high.
0: Well, we treat our guests well on the show. (laughs) We flatter Uh, them mercilessly. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to come come back and tell people to listen to it, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you uh, you guys have interesting facts who wants to go first?
2: Uh, I'll go first. Um, Okay. When I was in... Fourth or fifth grade was when all of our 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 schools were doing all the dare, don't do drugs shit. Uh, and I was so into winning the dare essay. Uh, and I got really mad when I didn't. But I was second place and I used the $25 gift t- certificate to buy Kirby's Tilt and Tumble. There you go. Nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A game which, uh, of course, has no drug or alcohol content in it at all. So I yeah. suppose that... Ian Dare would be very pleased with you spending your money in that fashion.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't until later that they introduced the, the bit of the curriculum about avoiding pink balls of
0: any sort. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you've gone for Yoshi's Island and with the whole touch fuzzy thing, then I think they've actually come to your house and confiscated the yeah. game. So. Mm.
1: I suppose. Uh, but yeah, of those two names you mentioned, uh, I'm Ironicus. And a fun fact about me is I am the world's foremost expert in uh Patrick Wilson films.
0: <gasps> oh, right. Oh
1: yeah. It's true. He, he's he's incredibly hunky and talented and he sings like an angel. So uh <laughs> can't go wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. Um what was this, the first movie Patrick Wilson was ever uh, a
1: part of? Uh um, well the first one that he got really noticed for uh is was uh the Phantom of the Opera film. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh but after that I think his real career starts with Hard Candy.
0: Oh, was he in... That's the one with um, Ellen Page, isn't it? Yep, that's the one. Yeah, it's miserable in... Oh, yeah. ...the the exact way it wants to be, so yeah. (laughs) Uh, Would you say, what would you think is his finest work?
1: Oh, uh, he's certainly the most fun to watch in the A-Team. He just goes... He... he really chose the scenery as an evil CIA agent in a great oh, way. Yeah, he
0: was in that as well. Yes.
1: Man, I'm glad you're here, because I, I can't remember anything about his career, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Patrick Wilson. And uh, Insidious chapters one and two combined. Mm. Really great. The new A-Team was a lot better than I was actually expecting it to be. Oh, well, yeah. It was directed by Joe Carnahan. That, that's how you get <laughs> things that are better than you expected. You have them directed by Joe <laughs>
0: Carnahan. <laughs> that's an excellent point. Okay, so if this is your first time listening to the show, hello. What I do is I get a different multiple path game book. I can't say those four letters in that order because that's actually... No, there's four words in that order because that's a registered trademark to choose your own adventure. Um, and I get a different guest, in this case, Chip and Ironicus, hello. Hello! And and I read through the book. When we come to a bit where we have to make a decision or a choice, then these couple of yahoos will decide where we go on the story. Um... Because this is a fighting fantasy, we'll have to roll our stats at the beginning of it as well. Oh my god. So, to begin with, we've got our skill. Can you max charisma? Is... <laughs> I don't know what charisma would be in some it's Probably luck. Um, skill in this is a dice roll add, add six to it. This is how good we are at slapping dudes with a robot.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And in the face of the dice, we get a four, which gives us a skill of ten, which is pretty good. Stamina, which is two dough roll, and then add 12 to that. How good we're getting at being slapped. Precisely. Yeah. Yes. That gives. Oh, I'm sorry. We rolled three, which gives us a stamina of 15. So we're some sort of a glass cannon, I suppose. Oh, well. A human glass cannon. That, glass cannons are the most interesting uh, character type.
1: That's the yeah. codename of our robot commando, is the glass cannon. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: And for luck, we rolled six, so I suppose that explains how we've been keeping on so long with such low stamina. <laughs> so We've got a stamina, and we've got a luck of 12, which is the best we can get it. Yes. Um, nice. There is one more thing in here as well, but um, we'll get to that later. Because this is called Robot Commando, we actually get robots which we command, which and they all have their own armor and speed rating as well. Oh my god. Which is pretty fun. I'm just really um,
1: happy we have max luck, so I'm going to be confident in taking the most ridiculous decisions.
0: Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, actually, the, uh, the thing to know about luck is that every time you have, you test your luck, you have to reduce it by one if you're successful. Oh. If you're unsuccessful, you might end up, I don't know, embarrassing yourself in front of your entire family. Oh, um, no.
3: <laughs>
0: it's okay. My family yeah. doesn't listen to podcasts. I hope that mine don't listen to this one either. Um, I mean, you're both lovely people, but I might end up saying something incriminating. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. Actually, quickly quick bit of backstory for this. There are two interesting things I want to talk about. First, I think we should probably mention the um, setting for this book before we get going. Mm-hmm. It's called Robot Commando, but really it should be something like uh, Robot Rancher, because we play as a person who's on a distant planet using giant robots to herd vicious dinosaurs. And our planet is invaded by aliens. And basically, if you told me about this when I was 10 years old, then I would now have devoted my entire life to this book, and I would be the sole member of the fandom. But (laughs) also the other thing is, um, I said this one was by Steve Jackson. Mm -hmm. Not the Steve Jackson. It's now the other Steve Jackson, because there was the... (laughs) There's the UK one who uh, founded the books with Ian Levinson, and then there's the US who's got his own games company. I can't remember what it's called. It's called
1: Um, uh, Steve Jackson Games. Oh! Yeah, yeah. I wonder how he picked the title. Uh, He's just a really big fan of Steve Jackson. (laughs) It's in deference to the guy who gave him a leg up back in the Robot Commando days.
0: Of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's start with the beginning. Okay. You are a rancher in the land of Thalos. Your people, and your enemies, the savage Karossians, have built huge robots for many purposes, with a skilled operator at the control.
1: <laughs> it's just a kitchen full of huge robots. And one has a mixer in its chest, and one has an oven for a foot.
0: This is the robot that we just use for, for baking. We've got another one that's used for frying, and another one that's used for grilling, but this one's just a baking robot. With a skilled operator at the controls, a robot can replace a hundred men to mine ore, erect buildings, move cargo, or just about anything else. The robots are also your best defence against the vicious dinosaurs of Thalos. Many years ago... Oh, <laughs> make I'll Naturally. Man- <laughs> Why wouldn't they, be? Many years ago, the great lizards caused much destruction, but now mankind has learned to tame the beasts, and many of the folk of Thalos, like you, are dinosaur ranchers. The ranchers use Mark 5A utility robots, known as cowboys, to herd the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every sentence just keeps getting better. Wild dinosaurs are still dangerous, and all robots have guns to defend themselves. <laughs>
3: um... Like, the parallels
0: are here. I, think, I feel like this entire story is very American dream uh, tale about gun Wait, control. Do,
1: e- even the, the building construction robots have guns to defend themselves? <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, they did say all robots have guns to defend themselves, not just the cowboys. Yeah. So yeah, a gun in every home. <laughs> oh my god. Early one morning, you're just finishing your breakfast when one of your assistants staggers into the kitchen. So sleepy, he says. Then he sits down at the table, pillows his head in his arms, and goes to sleep. You shake him, but you cannot rouse him. Alarmed, you go for help, but everyone else you see is asleep. You rush back inside and switch on a radio, but you can only get scraps of messages. Everybody asleep. Kerosene attack. Can't stay awake. Soon there is nothing to be heard. You go outside again and pour cold water on, your, on several of your friends, but they j- just snore and mutter. Then you hear a rumble overhead, like thunder out of the clear sky. You look up. Streaking overhead is the unmistakable shape of a Karossian robojet. You realize what must have happened. Somehow the Carosians have managed to put everyone in Thalos to sleep, everyone but you. For some reason, you are immune. Oh. I don't know if that's going to be. Addressed or at any point of this, or if we're just really, really lucky. That's our
1: luck stat, yeah, right there. Yeah.
0: Good point. Over the next few hours, you listen to the enemy communications and piece together the story. In the past, the Korossians had stayed clear of Thalos, with its brave warriors and its many robots. So the land was too tough to attack. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we
1: need to attack Thalos. No, we can't. They have brave warriors and many robots. <laughs>
0: Your land was too tough to attack, but Minos, their leader, hit on a clever plan. His spies spread capsules for virulent speaking, sleeping sickness, and before long, all Thalos was asleep. Soon you hear a broadcast from Minos himself, talking to his invading troops. An elite force of a thousand warriors, with hundreds of robots, has invaded Thalos. But this is only the beginning. With the population hopeless, Minos plans to loot your country... Its riches and its robots will be his. Its people will be sold as slaves. And only you can stop it. I like that it says its riches and its robots. Like, the book has its priorities. <laughs> it, knows what, it knows what it loves. You know what you have to do. You walk back inside and buckled your old father's sword to your waist.
2: Uh. For-
1: <laughs> Are we going to do, like, Attack
0: on Titan shit to take down these robots? Oh, man. You know what? I hope so. I hope we swing around like Spider-Man. And jump on the back of a robot and stab it. Food will be no problem. You know supplies will be easy to find, but you pick up a supply of five Medikits, Then you head for the robot parking area. Alone, you must defeat the Karossian invaders and free your land.
1: Which level did I put my robot on? (laughs) I think it was the yellow
0: one. We're parked in the Stegosaurus lot. Ah, okay. At the robot parking area, you stop and look around. (laughs) There are several robots there, but only two seem suitable for long-distance travel you study them both. If you want to take a standard cowboy walking robot, which is not fast, but sturdy and adaptable, turn to page 24. If you prefer a light flyer, which is very speedy and manoeuvrable, but not really intended for combat, turn to 47. Right. Oh, man. I don't
1: know. I think this... we ought to stick with what we know, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like, I don't know if, like, how well trained our guy is in all these various different robots, because it seems like there's quite a lot. Because, um, after all, we use them for everything here. <laughs> But um, as long as like, they all have guns, they can't be too unfamiliar. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, the robot on the cover is grappling with a dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, with his fist clenched. You can't hold a gun with a fist. No, but it's, it's got a, a shoulder mounted thing there. You can see it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Poking up from behind.
1: Can we talk about the musculature on this dinosaur,
0: since we're already talking about the cover? <laughs> this dinosaur's ripped. It's,
1: <laughs> none of those muscles do anything. They're just I don't there. know why it's got,
0: it's got so many muscles in its tail. Um, <laughs> and it's got weird little, like, toothpick
1: legs. I, oh, yeah, it <laughs> can't even support
0: itself. This does feel a bit like Rob Liefeld drove, uh, drew a dinosaur, doesn't it? It's... It's ripped in all the wrong ways, and like, even though the Tyrannosaur is known for right. having uh, small, skinny arms, let's just take a minute and look at how small and skinny this guy's arms are.
1: Also, they seem to be bursting out of some sort of socket, like weird. Yeah, li- it has shoulder lips. What the hell is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, when was this book published? Uh, Eighty-six. So, yeah, this is even pre-Jurassic Park. also will um, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. do we want a cowboy up or do we want to get into a flying thing?
2: Uh, I want a cowboy because a flying yeah, thing it doesn't think. even have a cool name. It's not called like yeah. Air Wrangler or anything. It's like it's just a flight thing.
0: Mm, exactly. But the cowboy's a cowboy. Yeah. So. Okay. This man-shaped robot is designed for dinosaur herding. It moves by walking. It has weapons for dealing with rogue dinosaurs but they are not as powerful as those of a war robot. So our cowboy robot has an armor of 10, and its speed is me- medium. Its combat bonus is zero, and its special abilities, it has none.
2: Aww. All right. Aww.
0: Okay, so you can either choose a place to go uh, by turning to page 70, or you can change your mind and take the flyer instead. I don't know, I'm committed.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm still into this cowboy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool, let's, let's go for a ride. The cowboy. Now what are you going to do? You know that although there are probably Karossians everywhere, their are is at the capital city. But you can't just charge in there and attack them with your little robot. You must prepare well before you make your move. Fortunately, there are many cities in Thalos. You'll be able to search the whole country for help, if need be, before you confront the invaders. I said that wrong. There was a comma in the wrong, pla- in the wrong place where I pronounced that. <laughs> you will be able to search the whole country for help, if need be, before you confront the invaders. Two large cities are fairly close. If you want to go to the City of Knowledge, turn to 93. If you want to go to the City of Industry, turn to 209.
3: Hmm.
1: What kind of robots would be in the City of Knowledge? (laughs) Because the City of Industry (laughs) is going to have some heavy-duty punching robots. I'm confident.
2: City of Knowledge would just have very well-read robots.
0: They'd have, (laughs) like... Nerds over wearing glasses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, on the other hand, they might have, like, secret... Uh, experimental military robots in the city of knowledge is this Hmm. the city of like the military industrial complex is this the city of darpa (laughs) (laughs) what kind of knowledge is being pursued in the city of knowledge
0: (laughs) all knowledge how on board are you guys with the metaphor of this entire book being for gun control by the way because if we go to the city of knowledge i think we might find out like how deep this goes Mm.
2: Hmm, I'm kind of curious about the City of Knowledge.
0: Yeah, I want to know what's up with the City of Knowledge. Yeah. I'll keep my finger on the page in case we die instantly when we go there, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you head for the City of Knowledge. It is your people's greatest center of learning. There, you hope, you'll find information that will help you defeat the invaders. After about an hour of travel, you sight a flying dinosaur ahead of you. It dives aggressively towards you. You must fight it. It is a a Tyranidorm. I'm terrible tonight. It is a tyrannodon a large predatory flying dinosaur. It is lightly built but speedy and aggressive. So the tyrannodon has got a skill of nine, but only three health. But it's also got it's also fast as opposed to our medium robot, which means that it gets plus one when it attacks us. Um, I'll explain the combat now. What I do is, or what you're supposed to do in these books, is roll two dice, add that to the enemy skill, then roll two dice, add that to your skill. Whoever's got the higher number wins. But because nobody wants to hear me rolling dice for hours and hours on end, um, I just say that we get one-hit kills on the enemies and they don't. So, ha! <laughs> um, all right, so our skill was ten. Uh, so that means we're pretty even matched against the on because it's faster than us. It rolled eleven balls. <laughs> so that means we've got Strand beat twenty-one, and we rolled ten. So we came close, but alas, we got hit once and we're down to to stamina thirteen. Let's try it again. It rolled 8, which gives it 18. And we rolled 10. So it's dead now. Hooray! I feel R- great about that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am Our so cowboy- happy. Our cowboy just punched a tyrannodon. I mean, it says that we're uh, designed to herd dinosaurs about, but all we've done so far is just punch one to death. Yeah, yeah I
1: mean, we-, we just herded it down the river sticks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gave gave a one-way ticket to Knuckle City. Population, a Tyranodon. All right. Not long ago, you passed a village. There might be something useful there. If you want to check, turn to page 13, or we can press on to the City of Knowledge.
2: Well, I mean, are there robots at the village?
0: Yeah. I mean, I assume everybody's got a robot, so check it out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's check it out. Uh,
0: You enter the village and investigate. You find one useful robot, a digger robot. This slow but powerful machine rides on treads. It has a bulldozer blade on the front, a scoop shovel on the back, and two large claws for lifting. Its armor is 16, but it is a slow robot. Special abilities, the digger robot can try to strike with the scoop shovel. This is a clumsy attack, minus two to roll, but if it succeeds, the foe takes six points of damage. Alright, um, so we can either take this one with us, leave it there, or head on to the City of Knowledge.
1: I'm not feeling the shovel
0: bot. I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. It's slow and it's a hard hitter, but I don't know if that's gonna be entirely appropriate for this book, especially for a one hit kill.
1: Zero guns. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought all robots had guns, but apparently not Shovelbot.
0: <laughs> Why would the Shovelbot even need guns? To shoot I, the rocks while he's
1: boulders
0: and... yeah. yeah, I suppose. Like dynamite was invented for digging, and then it was more popularly used for blowing other people up, so who knows on Thalos? You are in the City of Knowledge. Have you already been here? No. Okay. Other ways, keep reading. Here are all of Thalos' greatest universities and museums. This is the home of those who most value learning. Here, you hope, you'll find something to help you in your lone str- low struggle. You have a wide choice of possible destinations within the City of Knowledge. Where will you go? The College of Medicine. The Thalian Museum. The Dinosaur Preserve. The War College. Or will you go out of the city?
3: Hmm...
1: I'm just trying to imagine what kind of messed up, like, civic uh, uh, plan they have, where every city has one purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I imagine I need
2: groceries. well. Really...
1: <laughs> people travel from all around to live in the city of knowledge to to pursue knowledge. Right? They mm-hmm. have kids there. What if those kids are not down with it? They're stuck. <laughs>
0: they have to go to the city of basketball. What
1: about all the people that can't <laughs> afford to move cities and they are stuck in a city that is not for them? <laughs> oh.
0: I and I, I know maybe this is like I don't know if this is this is how the entire city was built and um, we're the indigenous race, or maybe it's just a colony. But either way, it doesn't make any sense if you think about it.
1: So so what are the, the different colleges? They were all colleges, uh, right?
0: Well, there was the College of Medicine, okay. the Thallium Museum, the Dinosaur Preserve, or the War College.
3: Hmm.
0: I'm, I'm... I don't know what kind of dinosaurs are going to be on the preserve. Like, I presume that they're going to be um, like rare dinosaurs that are endangered in the wild, which means that they've got the rarest drops as well, if you want to make our robot better. Um, sorry if I'm playing the Monster Hunter 4 demo, can you tell?
3: <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: There's a, there's a War College, and I was interested
1: in, in their prototype me too uh, punch bots so yeah
3: mm.
0: shall we check out the war college then yeah cool the college of war is easy to find it is a huge five sided building built all of brick it, it also has a giant say. sign
2: that just says war
0: <laughs> it says w on one of the sides a on one of the other sides one of the on alien the invader sides. jet robots flew into the side of the war college it
1: was a
2: tragedy <laughs> oh
3: no oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> a robot of unfamiliar design is standing in front of the building. You recognize it as a Karossian military robot, what will you do? Attack immediately, try to pass as one of the invaders, or leave before you are noticed. Hmm. Well, or a cowboy punch bar.
1: They brought thousands of troops, but only hundreds of robots. Can we pose That's... as one of the troops who were just like, hey, I wanted a robot too, so I got one off the locals? <laughs>
0: I found a pretty cool robot. Check it out. It,
1: they call it a cowboy. I feel. <laughs> I feel. Yeehaw! I th- as they I, say. I, there's just a real <laughs> sense of masculine power coming out of this robot. Yeah.
0: Just raw, raw testosterone. I feel like I've been
1: for 50 years. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, on Thalos, everybody's got e-cigarettes, except for the cowboy robots who have got e-cigars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, An so e-cigar want, just track... looks
1: like a PlayStation Move controller.
2: On Thalos, <laughs> all robots have guns, and also vape.
0: <laughs> vape is a really fun word, by the way. To, just, it well, is. I just want to get that out of the way now. Alright, so we are going to try and pretend that um, we are a Karossian just like these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are we wearing an enemy uniform? No. Okay, so we need to test our luck, which means we roll two dice yeah. and try and get underneath our current luck score. I don't know why I rolled because it's literally impossible for us to get lower than twelve, or to get higher than twelve. But we were lucky, so that means we reduce that by one to a luck of eleven and turn to page one nine one. Hang on, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> I turned to the wrong page. Um, I supposed to turn to one nine nine. Um, I instead turned to 191, which said, If you had a robot, lose one stamina point as you are thrown from the wreckage. And I don't think that's what happened.
3: Hmm.
0: Okay. Your gamble is successful. The enemy pilot has no reason to believe that any Thalians are awake, so he assumes you must be a friend. He ignores you as you go past him peacefully. You park your robot beside the door and enter the College of War. You're alert for other Karossians, but apparently the sentry outside was the only one. The halls and rooms are littered with beribboned generals, fast asleep. Following the signs, you head for the library to see what you can learn. But just as you get there, you hear a roaring sound from outside. Looking out of the window, you see three sleek fighter planes hurtle down, sprout legs, and turn into robots like the sentry outside. The Karossians are arriving in force. You quickly look around the room. There are several volumes on the counter, as though someone was just was trying to check them out just before the sleeping sickness hit. The books are too large to carry, and you have time to look at only one. Which title will you choose? <laughs> oh, come on. Um.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't take them all with us i presume. i guess we've just stopped, my like, robot is super
1: reading. strong
0: <laughs> and I'm <But> lucky I... <laughs> all right so you can either take the city of the guardians emergency procedures or karossian military robots
1: um, Oh, both those last two sound good
0: yeah do you want to cheat and say that we take them all with us and put them in a robot anyway Hmm. Well, if you put it like that, yes, yes, I want to cheat. Yeah, I, I mean, like our guy's, a guy's got arms. <laughs> is the thing. Emergency procedures. It appears to be a useless volume of obscure military regulations. You cast it aside in irritation, but you have no time to examine another book, except for this weird alternate universe where we are, where we can carry things.
1: Yeah, what a, what a cheap shot is that! Like you pick the one that sounds. Like, the most useful one. Like, oh, what hmm. what what do all of our military leaders do in an emergency such as this so I
0: can reach them? And that's useless garbage? Yeah. Wow, like, all this I, book sucks. Maybe it's going to be stuff like, in case of emergency, hide underneath your desk and nothing bad will ever happen to you. Um, and it's just an entire, like, 300-page book filled with always wear our hard hats even when you're sleeping. <laughs> uh, City of the Guardians. The book gives you the location of the City of the Guardians, the secret base that is the headquarters of the Army of Thallos. The map reference is 22. Make a note of this number. Substitute it for XX and you are given the option to visit the City of the Guardians. You may find another use for the map reference as well. For now, of course, you must deal with the Karossians outside the building you're in. And Karassian Military Robots, page 300. Uh, it proves to be a... No, wrong one. Uh, 268. It is a complete book of instructions on handling all types of enemy combat robots. You laugh, thinking of the surprise you can now give the Karossians, if you get the chance. Turn to page 368. (laughs) If you get the chance there's three outside, come on. (laughs) You realise that you must leave quickly. Looking outside, you see that the Karossians have entered the building. The fools have left their robots outside and unguarded, parked near yours. You spring out of the window and run for them. We can either get back into our own robot, or we can get into a Karossian robot instead.
1: Oh, I definitely want to bot-jack these, these dudes. Yeah. Yeah. These jerks. you got to botjack. jack
0: I mean, like, I love our cowboy, but it doesn't turn into a jet, so... <laughs> exactly. Alright. Laughing, you scramble... <laughs> laughing, you <laughs> scramble <laughs> <laughs> into <with> an enemy that <laughs> robot. Our guy's just cackling as he gets away with Grand Theft Auto, so...
1: Hey, uh, did you hear that?
0: Nah. <laughs> The Myrmidon is the standard Karossian combat robot. It has two forms, humanoid and fighter plane. Our human form, or robot, or mech form, armor 12, speed medium, combat bonus 1. When we're in a, when we're in a plane, armor is only 10, but the speed is very fast, combat bonus plus 1. Uh, the myrmidon takes one combat turn to change forms. During that turn, the robot makes its normal combat roll, but if it wins, it does no damage to the foe. It just defends itself. If you're not in combat, the robot can change shapes freely, with no penalty of any kind. All right. The controls are unfamiliar. Have you read the manual on Karossian robots? Yes. Hell yeah. Nice. That chance came pretty quickly, I'll be honest. (laughs) A guy saying, man, I might get lucky and find find myself in a Karossian robot and I'll I'll figure out how to pilot it. Well, looking forward to that day. (laughs) Oh. You reach for the controls. The enemy pilots are still not in sight. If you want to try to destroy the other robots, we can, or we can just leave.
3: Hmm.
1: It's
2: three Sorry, robots.
0: What, what, what were our options oh. again? Um, we can either destroy the other robots, which don't have any pilots in, or we can just leave here.
1: Oh, see, I'm I'm torn. What do you think? Because like sneakiness mm. is useful. But...
2: Yeah. At the same time, blowing up robots.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I wanna, kind of want to People paid to see I kind of <laughs> want to blow
2: up the robots, Let's yeah. up the robots. We, already, we already did stealth once Let's blow it up this time
0: like, The thing is, if we steal this robot They're still going to blow some things up so. mm. Yeah, they, they won't be able to chase us yeah. yeah yeah. Without their pilots, the other robots are defenseless Your own machine quickly hammers them into junk But as you attack the last one It fights back Evidently it was left on autopilot Your own robot loses 3 armor points before you can destroy that last foe Okay, so, uh, our robot, it was on stamina of 15, no, no, stamina of 12, it's now on stamina 9. Cool. Armor 9. I forgot what the word was. But that's fine, because it's not even our robot, so it doesn't matter if we scratch the paint.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why would everybody just not leave all the robots on auto- autopilot all the time?
0: <laughs> Maybe everybody like, keeps teasing that dude because he keeps leaving his robot on autopilot. Like, <laughs> Nobody's ever going to steal one of our robots. Don't worry. That's stupid. Speak. You're dumb. They <laughs> come up, oh, dang it. There's
2: only one manual for robots in existence. Oh, no!
0: <laughs> this kid's read all of them. What do we do now? <laughs> We've never trained for this. You are leaving the College of War. Where will you go? The College of Medicine? the Thalian Museum, the Dinosaur Preserve, or another city? I guess the City of Groceries. Or...
1: <laughs> See, I'm <laughs> real curious about the Dinosaur Preserve, because I don't understand what dinosaurs are for on this planet.
0: Yeah.
1: Are they being hunted yeah. for meat?
0: Uh, maybe dinosaur egg is, a di- is just, like, one of the staples of people's diet on this planet. It's
3: like...
1: When you say ranching, I imagine they're they're being slaughtered and we're having tyrano steaks, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. So, Basically, so are you're big
0: and strong. I need a Bronto the burger. Are
1: the dinosaurs that were nearly hunted to extinction, are they the tastiest dinosaurs?
0: <laughs> it, it, it could be. Mm-hmm. You never know. There's only one way to find out, I suppose. Shall we go to the, the dinosaur preserve? Mm-hmm. Alright. You are at the entrance to the dinosaur preserve, where some of the wildest and most vicious creatures of all Thalos are kept for study. And an electro-fence keeps the creatures from rampaging out. On your side of the fence is cool green grass, on the other side is rank jungle. Also on your side of the fence are two buildings, the administrative building and a huge unmarked barn-like structure. What will you do? Leave your robot and go to the administrative building? Leave your robot and go to the big barn? Send your robot and cross the electro-fence? Or just turn around and leave?
1: Oh man, hmm. we're barn building.
0: I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm.
1: I
2: feel. Check out- oh, sorry. I feel like if we just walk in there with the robot, it's immediately going to turn into another dinosaur fight.
0: Yeah. Well, hmm. we're probably gonna get the cho- the um, option to go in there later after having checked out the barn. Oh yeah, but don't don't uh, quote me on that later because these books are. Inconsistent. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. so many different authors. So there,
1: there are more authors than author names, and that's that's the real confusing thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want to check out the other building? Uh, like, yeah.
3: As far as yeah, all right.
0: I can remember, in situations like this, where we're one of the um, the few people left walking on um, a planet. Having a look in a barn usually means somebody's hiding secrets in there, but I might just be going off Walking Dead rules. So. Hmm. I
1: want to look <laughs> at the barn. Let's look at the barn. What's in the barn?
0: <laughs> you walk around the barn-like building and examine it. The walls are, are built of heavy metal, and the only door you can find is huge. The sign on the door reads, Danger! Keep out. Will we open it, or will we go somewhere else?
2: Um, I'm gonna open that.
0: Yeah, we're in a transforming <laughs> jet mech. We We can handle this danger. <laughs> Of course. You have a hunch that the barn-like building may contain something of importance, but the door is far too heavy for you to budge. Getting back into your robot, use its strength to slide open the huge door. Inside, you see more robots. <gasps> oh! man, guys, get ready. Are they all There's like several Cowboy robots. Plus or something? Well, there are several robots here, all identical. They are similar to the cowboy robot that you used in your ranch, but more heavily armed and armoured. Yeah. They're used against the largest dinosaurs. These super cowboy robots move by walking. <laughs> Each has weapons almost as powerful as those of a war robot. Man. Alright, so the super cowboy robot. Armor fourteen, speed medium, combat bonus plus one. Special abilities. This robot carries a sonic screamer weapon designed to distract dinosaurs. Reduce the skill of any dinosaur by one when you fight it in the super cowboy. <laughs> right. Oh my so god. I did think I didn't think that it could get anything better than a cowboy robot, but it but turns out It's a super <laughs>
1: cowboy robot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love that that yeah. that's like the technical term for this robot. Mm-hmm. It's super cowboy.
1: <laughs> Here to fight. Statistically, our current robot is still above the super cowboy robot.
0: Um well the myrmidon has got combat bonus of one wasn't it, but uh, also
1: it's got a combat bonus of two, and oh, that's right, that goes down to one in jet form.
0: Yeah, that's also, right. Also, we got a bit pranged about when we were fighting that other robot on autopilot. Yeah. So this, um, the super ro- robot's got five more armor than ours. Oh. Hmm. But it, it also can't turn into a jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need.
1: We need a friend. We need to find somebody else awake so we can start building our
0: army of of robots. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm really disappointed that that's not going to happen. in This probably because that will be like that's the only way that um they can improve on the concept of this book if we have an armada of cowboys.
1: <laughs> we just need at least one more person to carry around our spare robot for us. <laughs> we need a butler robot. It's just a tiny person-sized robot who's capable of piloting big robot-sized robots.
0: Yeah, well, I really I would really appreciate another. Uh, pilot as well so we c- they can use the digger robot because then we could dig holes and get into things as well and like then we could also like, have a team of four or five different robots that all do different thi- uh different things for different tactics this is be, like, basically getting
1: into my idea for a new zelda game <laughs> <laughs> where instead of collecting items in dungeons you get friends who have
0: special abilities
2: oh man, man
0: that'd be really good yeah all right, so do you want the Super Cowboy?
2: Um,
1: my gut wish... says yes, but my my dice math says no. Yeah, well, it's
0: got these Sonic screamers, the thing, so it gives give us a combat bonus of plus two when we're fighting dinosaurs. Let's go with the Super we Cowboy. Were... I'm yeah. I'm I mean, sad we that it doesn't turn into a jet by dinosaurs,
1: but I'm I'm sure we're gonna get more dinosaur attacks on the road.
0: There are plenty of dinosaurs here anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, do we want to go? Across the electro-fence, or do we want to go to the administrative building, or do we want to leave the dinosaur preserve entirely? Hmm. And across the electro-fence is more dinosaurs. Uh, that's correct. But maybe they're bigger, more dangerous dinosaurs, and they're kept on the preserve <sighs> to kill each other? I don't know. Hmm. I, I, crossing
1: the electro-fence is the only way I think we're sure to solve the secret of this dino preserve. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly is being preserved and why. My my curiosity is winning out right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright, so do you want to fly over the jungle preserve, or do you want to enter the jungle on, on the ground? So we presumably can, we can turn around and get back in the other other dude. We can't fly. Or, I mean... We can't fly in the supercal. Unless you're letting us hot-swap
1: our suits.
0: Well, I think while we're here, we've still got it parked, and we've still got the keys, so... Once I want to fly
1: over, over shot, it. We've got Sonic Screamers. We're super oh.
0: cowboys. <laughs> I want to be a super cowboy when I grow up. All right. You cross the electro fence into the dinosaur preserve itself. Small lizards scurry about as your robot passes. For several minutes, you explore, finding nothing of interest. Then you hear a coughing, trumpeting sound. Charging towards you are two huge-horned triceratops. Underneath the jungle canopy, shape-changing robots cannot change to flying form. You'll have to fight these foes on the ground. All right. So the first Triceratops has got an armor of 9 and a skill of 9, but our dude, we've got a skill of 10, combat plus 1, and the Sonic Screamer, so effectively we've got combat of 12. Yes, that's right. So join in Punch and Kick it a few times. Hell yeah. Yes. I, I want you to beat up my favorite childhood dinosaur species, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so the Triceratops rolled uh seven, which gives it um a skill of sixteen, and we rolled four, so we actually got our ass handed to us by Triceratops. Oh no! Like, doesn't
1: that tie? Because we had um, we have a twelve when fighting dinosaurs.
0: We had twelve, but um I rolled four, which gives us sixteen. And it oh yeah, rolled. that's right. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we just hug and. <laughs> I kind of wanted the, the dinosaur to knock us on our ass. But... Okay. I mean, I don't know the rules. Who who wins size? Uh, I think we just hug it out for us a while, oh, and okay. then we go back to fighting. Try that again. Uh, Triceratops rolled three. It doesn't look good for him. And then we rolled seven. So, first one, we've given a buff on the head, but because he it uses its head to butt with others in a uh, form of... Uh, showing supremacy. It didn't affect it that much, and it's just decided that we are the strongest out here, and we haven't killed it. I-, I made that up. I don't think it actually happened in the thing, but I don't want to kill these guys, so. We have defeating the dinosaurs, turn to page 291. Alright. Lose one stamina point due to the stress of the fight with the grain horned dinosaurs. You realise that entering this area was a mistake. You'll find nothing here but more danger. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that was a waste of time. We just... Punched a dinosaur and then got really sad and tired. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Truly really the most mysterious part of a uh, Brainberg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, we still don't know what that's, what's that for? Okay. So, we can either, uh, every, yeah, everything seems to be as you left it. The Corrosians have no interest in this area and no desire to get any closer to the monsters than they have to. We can either leave our robots and go to the administrative building, leave, um, or we can leave the dinosaur preserve entirely.
2: I want to leave the dino-serve.
1: Yeah, let's get out of here. This yeah, place, this place is... sucks. It's just full of dinosaurs. <laughs> <This> <laughs> yeah, who is... would have
0: thought? <laughs> this place is dead. Alright, do you want to go to the, to the College of Medicine or the Thalia Museum?
2: Uh, I want to go to the College of Medicine.
0: That makes sense. We can go to the museum later. I want to get but... some
2: smelling salts to wake everybody up.
3: <laughs> yeah!
0: We're going to go to the Thalia Museum later but those guys are going to be already asleep, even before the sleeping sickness thing, because museums, boring, am I right? No. Well,
2: there's no dinosaurs <laughs> there, so.
0: There might yeah, exactly. be. <laughs> we just went to a dino zoo, and that sucked. What? <laughs> Why would you go to the museums to check out dinosaur bones, when there are already dozens, probably, of other types of dinosaurs just roaming about that you can look at? Well, that's also the only reason people go to museums, of course, to look at dinosaur bones. I'm a philistine. You're at the College of Medicine. This is both the greatest hospital and the greatest medical laboratory of your entire nation. You approach cautiously, but see no sign of the invaders. You leave your robot near the front steps and enter the building. Okay, are we seeking treatment for our, for our own injuries, or are you looking for information on the sleeping sickness? For uh, what it's worth, we're fine.
1: Yeah, so. we, we just lost one stamina for being... I don't know, we need a nap. But I guess napping is very dangerous in this situation.
0: Yeah. So, looking for information on sleeping sickness, I guess. Yeah. Cool. You follow the signs to the medical library. There, amid huge dusty stacks of books, you begin your search. Finally, in an old textbook, you find a clue to help you. It describes a medicine that, so it says, will suddenly cure all types of sleeping sickness. You shall try to compound this medication, then turn to 104, or you can leave the hospital and turn to 210. Why would you just leave? You see that and you're like, "Oh man. Oh
1: man, <laughs> finally a cure for this thing." Um... Anyway, my favorite show is going to be on in like 10 minutes. Anyway,
2: oh, I'm going to go back to the zoo and get sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that why is that an option? Come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I think these books are like trying to fake you out a lot. Like it says, "You read the thing for the sleeping sickness." But you're playing as a jock, and this is. and you got bored of all the science stuff, so that's why you are in the city of farming dinosaurs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at a hospital map, you see that the research lab is not far away. Carrying the book with you, you set off to find it, and soon arrive at a large chemical laboratory. As you walked, you heard strange squeaks and shuffling noises in the hallway, but saw nothing. You're somewhat disturbed to note that there are no sleeping doctors or researchers here, no one is here at all. You bar the lab doors for safety and set to work. Fortunately, the instructions are clear and the lab is well stocked. Eventually, you have a one litre flask of blue potion. All you can make with... A technical term. <laughs> On my magic meter, the ma- is going to look
1: real good after this.
0: Yeah. All you can make with the materials at hand. Indeed, from the rarity of the materials you used, you doubt that another litre could be made in the whole of Thalos. But you also know from the book that one litre would be enough for everyone in Thalos. Nevertheless, there is a problem. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The potion is so volatile that once opened, it will quickly evaporate. You cannot awaken people one at a time. You must find a way to treat your whole nation at once, so your quest is not over. Mm. Outside you hear the strange squeaking once again. We can leave immediately, or we can remain in the laboratory, checking your work one one, one last time. Blue potion? Really? Like, (laughs) that was the best they could come up with. You know what? I'll take it.
1: Why don't just... Call it, like, antiviral agent or something.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> can we just, like, spray this as a mist, like an aerosol?
0: Just have it... Open of... it in a squeezy bottle or something. Yeah. Maybe. We can just huff it and then never have to go to sleep again. Mm-hmm. be the most productive purple and of Thalos. I can
2: fight this war on my own. I never have to sleep.
0: <laughs> well, if we had enough robots, just slave
1: yeah. the robots together so you can just pilot turn a them... bunch of them from one control room. Turn them all on
0: autopilot. So yeah. all the robots are like walking in formation, and when you punch and every single other robot punches as well. That would be incredible. Yeah, let's do that. Are we uh, leaving, or are we staying in the laboratory to check over our work one more time?
1: Let's stay. Yeah, better okay. safe than sorry. It's the only
0: leader we can make in the entire planet, so <laughs> I want to make sure <laughs> we idea. got it right. <laughs> Good point. You read through the book one last time, and discover an alarming footnote... One of the ingredients used was essence of a man-trap flower, but according to the footnote, this essence loses its power over time. It may be that the material you used was weak, or even totally worthless. The only way to be absolutely certain of success would be, to e- would be either to find some brand new essence, or to acquire a fresh man-trap flower and add it to your flask of potion. But you have no idea where to look for fresh essence, and the flower itself grows only in the deepest jungle. You pack the fragile bottle of blue potion carefully, and set out for your robot. Aha, uh-huh, there's a secret.
3: <laughs> mhm.
0: As you leave the research labs, you hear once again the strange shuffling and squeaking. You step through a pair of double doors into a room full of large wire cages. You see that some are opened, then you realize what the sounds were. The hospital's experimental animals have escaped, and they are hungry. You're facing a trio of red-eyed giant lizards. We can either fight them or we can turn to flee.
1: I mean, I'm a I'm a big manly macho man
0: in my super cowboy But, (laughs) I want to run away. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, these giant lizards really are terrible. Get it? Like, terrible lizard? Uh. I'm sorry. Alright, we need to test our luck. See how lucky we are at running away. I feel good about this test. We did pretty good. We rolled five. You make it back to your robot without incident. Okay, if you are unlucky, you trip and fall on the precious flask of blue potion. It is broken and lost. So, we weren't l- unlucky, which is good, because we probably get the bad ending in that case. <laughs> but I also like the idea of our guy running to a robot, tripping, like, <laughs> some kind of incompetent character in a comedy film, and then huffing all the blue- the blue potion at once.
1: I can see
3: everything
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> the more awake than you've ever been alright do we want to go anywhere else it'd be like
1: to... the end of a Lucy and he just goes back in time and makes sure <laughs> that the
0: alien invaders never evolve <laughs> oh my god okay do you want to go to the College of War the Thalian Museum the Dinosaur Preserve or do we want to leave the city
1: I think we've earned a nice vacation so I want to have a, an educational trip to the museum to yeah. relax because I'm worth it yeah it's been a hard day, and I want to unwind with
0: something
1: recreational.
0: <laughs> you stay in your robot and travel to the huge Thallium Museum. This is the largest museum in all of the land. It is full of exhibits on every imaginable subject. I, I, I guess it's named after the planet as well, which is kind of weird. But, um, but then again, it's the city of knowledge, so it makes sense they don't have one really big museum instead of. Multiple small museums Uh, dotted around. Correct
1: me if I'm wrong, but isn't there an institute called the British Museum?
0: Yeah, it's not named the Museum of Earth. (laughs) (laughs) As you approach the museum, you keep a sharp watch, but you see no enemies. When you arrive, you park your robot in front of the building and walk up the steps, past a pair of carved stone dragons. The museum attendant is snoring, but the little information robot is alert. Can I help you? It asks. What will you do? I think I'm going to... Should I should I either do this in the edit and pitch shift my voice up so it's a cute robot voice, or should I just do the voice now? Oh, you should add just a little audacity effect for the robot. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can I can pinch my voice and try and do a can I help you from the robot now. It's, okay. Your your choice. The, the museum is attended to snoring, but the little information robot is alert. Can I help you? It asks, what will you do?
1: Is there an option to take the tiniest bit of of blue potion and and get the museum attendant to sniff it as a (laughs) test? I want to test our
0: potion. Um, We can, uh, unfortunately not, we can ask for military information, ask for information on sleeping sickness, ask for information on the Carossians, or we can turn around and leave this poor little cute robot.
1: We can't even ask it for, like, information on rare botany and where I might find that one
2: flower in the (laughs) wild.
0: It doesn't say anything about that. Can no, I ask I think... the robot to pilot a second robot for me? <laughs> oh, I wait. I just want as many robots as we can get in this book, uh, ultimately. But I don't think that's an option here. Then again, no. there is military information, so maybe it is trained in that. So yeah, military information, information on sleeping sickness, or information on the karossians Sleeping sickness. Okay. Turn to page 80. I'm going to have to do the voice for all this, aren't I? <laughs> Oh God! Good luck. I did say um, it was your
1: choice. Yeah,
0: this is this is my grave I've dug for myself. I'm sorry, Replies the information robot. We'll have a general medical display at Harl Omicron, but for the kind of specific information you want, you will do to inquire at the hospital or at the College of Medicine. We can leave the museum, or we can ask another question. <laughs> Thanks for the help. <laughs> this robot's useless.
1: This this robot doesn't know anything. It's just like some sort of robo concierge.
0: Yeah. I imagine he's wearing a tiny little tuxedo as well. <laughs> uh, ask about the the invaders. Cool. Okay. Uh, 10 to page 58. Our oh, very good! The little robot responds.
1: Whoa, oh. whoa, this, this robot's a sympathizer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. We'll have a wonderful exposition, exhibition on corrupted history and culture in whole Epsilon. We can go to whole Epsilon and study Croatian history, or we can ask for something more up to date. Um, yeah,
1: let's go with that
3: one.
0: Yeah. Uh, that would be military information in that case. Yeah. So. Well, that depends on what kind of information you're allowed. Modern military information is classified, and you will have to ask at the Royal College. History and military information is in Harald Bolta. We have some wonderful exhibits. We can go to whole Beta to look at the military exhibits, or we can ask for something else. But that's everything we can ask it. So I hate this robot. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get out of my way. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm a robot, so I've got access to, like, my brain is wired up to a massive network, but I can't be bothered. I'm lazy.
3: Who's going like
0: somewhere this- else?
1: This museum is getting no other business today. Has the robot not noticed that?
0: It's <laughs> an excellent point. Does the robot seen... not
1: think this is a little
0: strange?
3: <laughs>
0: Have you seen um, the remake of the time machine? By the way, oh, no, the the Orlando Jones time machine. Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a good bit where a guy goes to the future, and there's a cool uh, museum there that's got a, um, a hologram that speaks to him. Yeah, is-
1: that's that's Orlando Jones. I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the highlight of the film. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't remember the name of the actual time traveler, but Orlando Jones is great.
0: Uh, was it Guy <laughs> Pearce? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so it's just told us about the, um, how we can get out of its hair and go look at military exhibits or the Carosian history. Do you want to just leave, or do you want to have to check out either of those two?
1: Let's check out Hall Epsilon. I want to know your enemy.
0: (laughs) If I study their art, I'll be able to beat them. I read this in a Star Wars book. (laughs) Just give them a scathing critique. (laughs) And they get so demoralized, they just leave. If it works for Thrawn, it can work for me. (laughs) You make your way to Hall Epsilon. The trip is a long one, and several times you hear odd echoing sounds. You realize that you're not alone in the building. You press on. Oh no! The museum's (laughs) experimental lizards! (laughs) You press on and find the exhibition on the history of the Carossians. Studying it briefly, you see that it has nothing to do with their military abilities, it's all about their culture and customs. It will take an hour to study the material. We can do so, or we can go back to the front desk. Hmm. I feel like it took us about an hour to walk down here, so... (laughs) I think we might as well, it's not
1: like there are any ticking clock mechanics why does it even say mm, yeah oh no the janitor is gonna catch it nope asleep what
0: <laughs> all right uh i mean this is the good thing about everybody being asleep you can just like go to the museums and like there's nobody standing in the way uh, when you're trying to look at all the exhibits i presume there are a bunch of theme park rides we can go to as well without any queues just as you're about ready to give up, you stumble across an interesting book on the dueling customs of the Carossians. Apparently, the ancient Carossians would settle a tribal dispute by choosing champions, one from each tribe, instead of allowing a battle between the whole tribes. The reference number of the book is one one one. Make a note of this and turn to two two four. Hmm. I wonder if we'll have to turn to that point at any at any point in our adventure. <laughs> You leave the military display and take a shortcut through a hallway overlooking a huge gallery. As you look down, you're surprised to see devastation. A huge area of exhibits has been demolished. Two black-clad Karossian soldiers are lying there, dead or wounded, and a trail of devastation leads right through a huge hole in the wall. You hear shouts from below. We can go down and investigate, or we can avoid the area and head back to the information desk. I Presumably think... we can get stuck in the end of the loop here as well, if we keep doing that. I think we have an ally now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want, I want to check that out, yeah. Yeah. Alright. You find a stairway and head down. You find that both the Crossians are dead. Almost about to your size. You quickly strip off his uniform and put it on yourself. It may come in handy later. You check the signs. The demolished exhibit was labelled Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the shouts from outside are coming closer. So you duck out of a convenient door and return to the front desk. So we've found the little robot dude again. Oh, no, you, stay, you stay in your robot and travel to the huge Thani Museum. Turn to page four. Okay. If you have been here before, turn to page one sixty. As you approach the museum, you see smoke rising from in front of the building. A confused babble of Corussian voices comes over the radio. We can continue, or we can go elsewhere.
1: Okay, so apparently they had a live Tyrannosaurus. Yes. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> that seems. This museum is part zoo, even though it's right next to the, the preserve, which presumably also allows people to see lo- wildlife. Yeah, I'm
2: starting to feel an electric fence around it as I'm well. So... I'm starting to feel like every single place also doubles as a dinosaur zoo. <laughs> <laughs> like if we examined more stuff in the military place, there just would have been a dinosaur there. Oh, no, the military dinosaurs. Is... Yeah, the military dinosaurs, the strongest of them all.
0: With guns instead of legs. Yeah, can, yeah. they all carry we, guns.
1: Can we put <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus in one of our robots as, as a robot pilot? Because I think that's the, the key to victory here. <laughs> um, we, we get I, the, the robo-T-Rex in, in place as our planet's champion and challenge their leader to a duel.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what? Considering the state of this planet... There probably are some robots at some point that are designed for dinosaurs to pilot them. I've seen the video of the dog driving a car. I think it's something, like, along those lines.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Right, so... I don't think I want to risk going into the uh, the invader hot zone to just to find out more stuff about our own military.
0: Mm. Yeah. Or just leave. What's well, he do? This... No. Oh, hang on a second. Um... It's. This is actually to do with the um, the exhibit that just escaped from the museum. By the way, if we if we do carry on towards the oh, that's um, right, towards the museum, hmm. and if we the other choice is just leave and then never come back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> screw you, Brainberg. Ah, <laughs> uh, I kind of want to
2: have the dinosaur as a friend. I hope that's I'll a keep thing. My thing-
0: Here's the thing, I'll keep my finger on the page, um, Okay. so if, if it's innocent death, then we'll know. Yeah. You continue towards the museum. When you arrive, you see a strange sight. Two Karossian utility robots are lying wrecked in front of the building. Several Karossian soldiers are also sprawled, unmoving. A huge, gleaming metal Tyrannosaurus is walking in jerky circles in front of the museum. It is a ra- robot dinosaur, oh my god! <laughs> you recognise it? Oh, it as wow. the robot dinosaur that was part of the museum's prize <laughs> exhibit. The Karossians must have meddled and activated it. <laughs> Man, all right. You're tempted to leave it alone to harass the foe. On the other hand, it is likely to cause damage to buildings and your sleepy countrymen as well. We can attack it, or we can leave it alone and go elsewhere. They have awoken Mecha Godzilla, and it is <laughs> wrathful. <laughs> Good grief.
1: Um, I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Hey, this is their bed. They can lie in it. That's <laughs> yeah. Let's this just let war, them get uh... wrecked.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm just trying to have a look. Um... Yeah, okay. Um... I'll tell you now, if we try to attack it, then um, we will get uh, some luck points back, but we won't get any... um... It's a robot Tyrannosaur. I don't think I could destroy a work of art like that. (laughs) Do you want to just let it do its thing? Yeah, let's just
2: let us yeah, stomp around and be like, angry. Is, is
1: there a popcorn option? What what page do <laughs> I flip to to get out my camera?
0: I think our super cowboy leans back, lights a super cigar, and says, I love it when a super plan comes together. <laughs> yeah. I would have just said those without the super, but I feel, because we're in the super cowboy robot, we've got to like, make everything a bit more bombastic. A little bit. So... All right. Where would you like to go? The Thali Museum, College of Medicine, College of War, or the Dino- dinosaur preserve? Or we can leave the city.
1: Uh, I'm, we've been everywhere at least once. Well, we've yeah, been everywhere think, exactly yeah. once.
3: Yeah, we can. Get Let's out leave. Of here. Okay. Out of
0: the city. Turn page three eighty. You are leaving the city of knowledge. Hopefully, wiser than when you came. Where will you travel now? The city of industry. There are three more cities to go to. Oh my god! (laughs) The the city of the jungle, the city of storms, or the city of worship. (laughs) 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 This feels like a like a a SNES video game or something. It's like we've got the jungle worlds coming up. Which one of these is going to be the fire world?
1: (laughs) I jungle world is where we're going to find the the flower, right?
0: Yeah, we were looking for the man eater. Yeah, I, I want, want the, the I flower. I want to find that
1: man eater. Isn't there also a lost city that we have a book about?
0: <laughs> hey, that's that's true. No, that was the um uh that was on page t- 22, I think. We um but we'll be prompted for that at some point. So uh okay. yeah, when um okay. when it I'll let you guys know when we can turn to that location if it comes up. We might die before we get to it, so. <laughs> Alright, so do we want to go to the City of Industry, Jungle, Storms, or Worship?
1: Hmm. I, I think City of the Jungle is probably the most useful at this point. But I'm most yeah. curious about yeah. what the hell a City of Worship is like in this book. I kind of want to <laughs> go to City of Worship.
0: I want to know about the Thalos religion. Do we think it's going to be monotheistic or polytheistic? Robo- like I was going to be...
2: Dinosaur theistic, dinosaur theistic. Fair enough. Okay, maybe yeah. Maybe
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's that's the major holy war: the the Robotheists versus the Dinotheists. <laughs>
2: oh
0: yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a specific question, but um, I had it pointed out to me a while ago that um, like in a lot of uh, Western fantasy or sci-fi settings, um, a lot of the religions are polytheistic. Um, like in, for example, Dungeons & Dragons, or in Elder Scrolls, there are lots of different gods that some people uh, pray to. Uh, but then in, like, a lot of um, Japanese games uh, games with fantasy settings, um, a lot of them are monotheistic, and then you end up killing God at the end of them as well. So, mm. so yeah, that's why I said that. Excuse me. Okay, you're in the city of worship. Mm-hmm. The whole of this metropolis is devoted to shrines, temples, churches, cemeteries, and the like. It is always a quiet place, but you've never before seen it this quiet. Only the call of a seabird breaks the stillness. An uneasy thought occurs to you. If you are the only Thalian awake, then the attention of all the powers must be focused on you personally. Your visit to the city of worship might be rather interesting. <laughs> are you there, Margaret? It's me, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. So we can either visit one of the temples. We don't have a flying robot, unfortunately, so we can't fly over, fly over it. Or we can leave and go to a different city. Do you want to visit one of the temples? Yeah, yeah. let's visit a temple.
1: Like, it's like Oof. going to the city of football and you don't see a game.
0: <laughs> going to the city <laughs> of football and just, like, buying some... Uh, and Actually, I've never been to an American football game. What does it people eat there? I've been to basketball... No, basketball. I've been to baseball and uh, people had lots of garlic fries, which smelled real bad. Uh, lots of nachos and hot dogs. Just beer, really. And uh, yeah, definitely beer. Optional. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound too bad, actually. Okay, which temple would you like to visit? The Temple of Peace, the Temple of Fear, the Temple of Glory, <laughs> or the Temple of Nothingness?
2: <laughs> wow, there are two I really want to go to. <laughs> uh, I... I want to go to the Temple of Nothingness, I'm you pretty gotta sure. you to go to the Temple of Nothingness.
0: <laughs> you open the
1: door, there's nothing in there. There's... I can't imagine what it's going
0: to be. It's just like a bunch of chairs, and not no. even like fancy pews, just like stackable plastic chairs that you get. Not even uh, that. The skulls. temple is
1: just like a facade, like a Hollywood latch. <laughs> You open the a big door, on, out. There.
0: You press on it and it falls over backwards, just being propped up by wooden sp- spokes. <laughs> all right. You decide to visit the Temple of Nothingness. You'd never been there before, and you have no idea what to expect. When you arrive, you see the usual sprawled forms in the sidewalk. Confront several were carrying signs on placards. Were they protesters? You look at a sign. It reads, "Nothing is wrong."
1: Um. For- <laughs> they sound like party people to me.
0: If you'd rather not get involved with this strange inventive business, you may return to 166, or we can go inside. Now. (laughs) There are two ways you can read nothing is wrong. You can either say, these people are protesting um, the Temple of Nothingness and they don't believe in um, what they stand for. Or you can read it and say, nothing is wrong, everything is fine. Yeah. (sighs)
2: Either Either way. way. I want to go in further. There's no stopping this now.
0: Mm. I do also appreciate that the book describes this as a strange bit of business You enter (laughs) the temple but soon find that nothing is what it appears to be Indeed, nothing is happening here We we made a bad choice You seem to have gained nothing by having come but then nothing would be served by your leaving Let's let's (laughs) Alright, so we rolled snake eyes which is good So, we were lucky. Let's see what happens. Turn to 86. You summon your courage and confront the powers of nothingness. You may not know the meaning of life, but you know you have a mission. And suddenly, nothing feels strange. You Mm. stalk out of the Temple of Nothingness. You've gained nothing and lost nothing. Restore the luck point that you lost when you're testing your luck. God damn it. (laughs) Well, I mean, keeping entirely in tone, the Temple of Nothingness was a huge waste of time, but... (laughs) I'm okay with that somehow.
2: All right. Well, I want to go to the Temple of Fear. Oh, I was going to so say scary. Glory,
1: but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our, yeah, let's let's be Batman instead. Let's yeah, let's strike okay. them with existential dread.
0: <laughs> sure. Temple of Fear, three hundred four. As uh, you decide to visit the Temple of Fear, on your way there, you see an unusual robot parked in an open space. We can consult, investigate it, or we can go straight to the temple. Oh, yeah. What, what is this fear bot? What does what the, the priest
1: <laughs> of fear drive around when he goes to the city of groceries?
0: Okay. You turn aside and leave your own robot in order to examine this one. It is low song and seems spiky. You see, it, is bri- <laughs> um, it is bristling with weapons, which is what gives the hedgehog robot its name. <gasps> it was designed for air defense against flying dinosaurs, but is equally effective against flying robots. All right, so... <laughs> mm. I Okay, I don't... Frequent listeners of the show will know that we've got bad experience with hedgehogs. Um, have <laughs> either of you two listened to the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, books that we've done? Uh, oh, no, uh, I haven't uh, yet. Show uh, well, yeah. <laughs> they are pretty unique. And at one point, <laughs> one of the um, questions was literally do you jump on the platform to your left or the platform to your right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exaggerating, it's beautiful. So we've got a robot hedgehog, um, it's way past cool. It's got an armor of 8, it's a slow robot, but against flying foes it gets a combat bonus of plus 3. Oh wow. Right, so we can exchange our present robot for this one. Um, and then we we park our super cowboy here so we can come back, go back and get it if we stay in the temple district. <laughs> Do you want to try the hedgehog robot for a bit? Uh,
1: are you feeling way past cool?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess I'll at least try feeling way past cool. <laughs> All right. See what it's like.
1: <laughs> we we have to get a handle on it now. Does it control like you know the the classic hedgehog model or? uh
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I hate to disappoint does you, it but drift? it says it says speed is slow. So I think that hedgehog like. <laughs> I think oh it no! It. Be, it's an
1: actual hedgehog. <laughs> we might, might
0: end up being like a Sonic Four or possibly Sonic Boom uh, hedgehog here. Okay. Soon, your robot is parked in front of the Temple of Fear. It is a huge, irregularly shaped building built entirely from black stone, within it to serve the powers of fear. If you're having second thoughts about your visit, you may return to one six six, or we can go inside by going to one nine three.
1: These sorts of these sorts of religions always confuse me because who is going to the Temple of Fear? Like, yeah, who's the sort like, of person that's like, you know. What really speaks to me that that fear religion, the god of fear <laughs> is my guy
0: like the temple of nothing that's just nihilism so that's that's a thing but yeah i
1: I can't really picture nihilists you know setting up times to go and talk about nihilism. they probably just sleep in, but, but they <laughs> exist. yeah the temple of
0: yeah. I, uh, that seems to be just the domain of uh, chaotic evil people, surely. So, but then but again, hey, it's we're... the City of city of Temples, or whatever it's called. Everybody gets a fair no, shake. No
1: use being fearful on the outside. Let's go in and get really afraid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You enter the huge black building. You feel a tremor of uncertainty. As usual, you see sleepers everywhere. But are they really asleep? They look dead. You lift the wrist of the nearest one and check for a pulse. You feel nothing. You look wildly around whoa, whoa, you. no, that was
1: the other one. Come on.
0: <laughs> you look wildly around you but see nothing, yet you are terrified. <laughs> Screaming, you run back outside into the sunlight. When you escape from the temple, the irrational fear vanishes as quickly as it came, but you're still shaking. Reduce your skill by one. Wait, so reduce our oh. skill by one. Presumably, we're so shaken up by the temple of fear that it's harrowed us permanently. <laughs> Man.
1: Yeah, good call. I wanted to go to the Temple of Glory. Look what you got us in I was <laughs>
2: hoping the Temple of Fear would be more messed up. I was hoping, like, it would be
0: full of spiders. <laughs> or spiders. Just a bunch of dinosaurs. Just a bunch of skeletons sitting on the pews. Yeah. Do you want to... Okay, so, if you get a hug of yourself, we can re-enter the Grim Temple. Otherwise, you can go back to page 166.
1: Maybe if we brave the fear, we get our skill back and get, like, a yeah. blessing of
0: fear? I want to see what happens. Okay, that doesn't happen, but I'm keeping my finger on the page, because <laughs> this, is, this is dumb. You grit your teeth and summon up your courage and go back inside. But it is worse than before! <laughs> <laughs> the powers of fear are all around you. Whatever help they may be able to give, you want none of it. Lose another skill point and return to 166. Oh my god! <laughs> That's really stupid. So, that didn't happen, we've you only just, got a skill of 9.
1: There has to be so like fun. a way you keep going in over and over again until you die.
0: Yeah, like, you can do that in Endless Loop, you can end up with a skill of zero, in this if, you keep, if you so wish. When they make the Twine
1: version of this, that will be one of the hidden endings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Okay, right, Tin Man Games, if you're listening to this, get on that. Uh, otherwise, yeah, Temple of Peace, Temple of Fear, Temple of Nothingness, or Temple of Glory. We've been to two of those, so, peace or glory?
1: Mm. It, it's my turn, we're going for glory. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're always going for glory, Eronicus. Okay. Uh, you decide to visit the Temple of Glory. I mean, there's no After- temple
1: for fun, so we have to.
0: <laughs> Damn it! You decide to visit the Temple of Glory. After all, glory is what you will learn if you can. Is what you will learn if you can drive off the Carossians. The temple is large and stately, with multicolored mosaics of battle scenes on the outer walls. You enter and approach the altar. You feel the presence of the powers of glory very strongly. A voice seems to ring in your head. Are you willing to risk all for glory? Is our reply yes or no? Yes. (laughs) Sure. Then face your foe, comes the answer. In front of you appears a Karoshian soldier, armed like yourself. You must fight him. Alright, we can either escape or we can try and kill him with our sword. He's got a skill of ten, we've got a skill of nine because we're too spooked. I reckon we can kill him. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Alright, he rolled 6, which gives him a skill of 16. Which isn't too bad. And our skill of 9 uh, we rolled 7, which oh, damn it it happened again. We just hug it out with the soldier. <laughs> <laughs> try it all the time. Um, he rolled 3, which gives him a skill of 13. We rolled 9. So he's dead now. Yeah. So page 252. You have defeated your foe. His body vanishes as though it had never existed (gasps) Though the temple is silent You seem to hear victory trumpets Nice So restore your stamina to its initial score And increase your skill and your initial skill by one So that means that We've got A skill of ten again But if we get anything that increases our skill back up uh, To its original thing we'll have a skill of eleven So that's pretty good Oh man Alright with that yeah and we unfortunately can't keep doing that over and over again oh. to power level. Ah. <laughs> Alright, do you guys want to go to the Temple of Peace, or do you want to call it a day and leave this place? I might as well visit all the temples. I guess.
1: We're doing a we 100% a lo- run in this game. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> We've got a loyalty card, and we stamp for, for all, all, all four different ones when you get a book. You decide to visit the Temple of Peace. It is a relatively small building in this city of great temples, but easy to find. It is surrounded on all sides by a cool green park. You leave your robot at the edge of the park and walk towards the temple, rather than take a war machine to the Temple of Peace. Somehow, you feel certain nothing will harm you. The temple is full of sleeping worshippers, but they all wear gentle smiles, and you are sure that their dreams are untroubled. You feel moved to pray. What will you pray for? Complete peace, strength in battle, or freedom?
1: See, this seems like a trap.
0: Yeah. Because if you
1: pray for anything other than peace in the Peace Temple, you're probably gonna get screwed over.
0: <laughs> mm. um, but also, like this is a multiple choice thing, so any any number of any one of these could be the right one, and any number of, any one of these could also kill us instantly, so.
3: Mm. In theory. Uh, uh. For peace, so, I so guess. it's
0: complete peace. Yeah, complete peace. Okay. Keep my finger on the page. Your prayer is quickly answered. A blanket of peace comes over you. The same what? peace that the other worshippers received. You feel yourself falling asleep. No! The powers of peace I... will protect you from the cross, and somehow but your, your adventure is over. Oh my Good god. Thing. That's the end of the book. Well, <laughs> it was great to be on the show. Thank you very <laughs> much for <having> <laughs> Do you want to turn back and pray for something else? Yeah, uh, let's lie. Yeah,
2: for, for no. victory in combat or whatever now. Fuck victory days. in There's combat!
0: Strength in battle or freedom?
3: Uh, um, strength f- in
0: battle. Yeah. The room seems somehow seems colder. The feeling of peace quickly evaporates. You re- quickly you rise and walk back to your robot. You realize that your request was inappropriate. You lose one point of luck. Uh. If you wait for freedom... However, peace Temple sucks. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> this blows. All right, so our luck is now down to nine. Oh. Um, if you have uh, wished for freedom, then we get our luck back to its initial score. So. Oh yeah, let's do that.
1: Let's pray for freedom. <laughs> you know
0: what? Why not? We've we've cheated already in this book, so yeah. You pray to the powers of peace to grant you and your people the peace that can only come from freedom. Somewhere you seem to hear bells chiming and a feeling of well-being comes over you. Restore your luck to its initial score. Hooray! We're back up to 12. Again, this book feels very American dreamy. I think this is what... um, This one is one of the few uh, fighting fantasies written by an American author. Hmm. Well, you wouldn't know by looking at the spine, so... uh... (laughs) Right, so that's all we can do in the the, um, temple... uh, In the temple district, City of Worship... Do we want to get back in our super cowboy robot or do we want to leave? Mm. In our hedgehog robot.
2: I want to get back in the cowboy. Yeah. I don't like the hedgehog is slow.
0: Yeah, that's probably going to be a thing later on. So, so long, Sonic. We'll miss you. Okay, so do we want to go to the capital city, the city of knowledge, or the city of storms? Oh, we can't go from here
1: to uh, the jungle city?
0: Well, I mean, I guess not. Like, this is the thing. We can go to the City of Knowledge, then leave there, and then go to the Jungle City. Oh. So, this is stupid. So we can either go to the Capital City, the City of Knowledge, the City of Storms, the City of Industry, or the City of Worship, which we're already in.
1: I'm, I, I eventually want to get to the Jungle City to, yeah. to search for that last flower.
0: Do you, want, do you want to do that one last, then? Uh,
1: let's, let's go to the City of Storms.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
2: what is even going to happen there? Yeah, I don't know. It's just going to rain in my robot a a lot and I'll get sad.
0: (laughs) It sounds really just... It sounds very uh, JRPG-y, but (laughs) we'll see. You're in the City of Storms. This beautiful metropolis is on the sea coast and is often the site of spectacular thunderstorms. Where would you like to go? The Weather Bureau, the coast, or another city? Oh, <laughs> Um,
1: <laughs> um. Wow. Uh, the, the weather bureau? Sure. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. we can shoot our, our potion into the sky and make it oh, rain. Oh, yeah!
0: Juice. Yes. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, all right, let's go to the weather bureau then, shall we? Flying over the weather bureau are the two red flags that you know mean storm warning. Parked outside the building, you see another robot, a Walker robot. Designed primarily for travel, this robot has four jointed legs that carry it swiftly over any terrain. It's fast, but it's got armour of six and a combat bonus of minus one. If you like, you may exchange this robot for your own. If you come back to this spot after exchanging, your own robot will still be here. So you can go inside, or you can go on past the weather, the weather bureau, wherever that will take us. Well,
1: that robot sucks.
0: That su- robot sucks, yeah. yeah. It's big and it's fragile, and it probably gets pushed over a lot, because it's <laughs> a nerd robot. <laughs>
2: all the bully bots just picking yeah. on them
0: <laughs> those dang cowboy robots do you want to go inside the bureau yeah sure cool in the weather bureau you find banks of humming instruments you also find a printout that explains the flank seat are outside apparently a huge storm is due to hit Thalos in a few hours it will come ashore at the city of worship and die away as it rolls over the rest of the land do we have a flask of potion <gasps> yeah Zoom we seems so
3: yeah
0: alright you realise that this may be just the chance you have been looking for. If you released your potion into the heart of the storm, it would soon be distributed all over the Thalos. But to do this, you require a flying robot, and you have to get to the city of worship. But, but our potion can... sucks right now. Yeah. yeah. We we do also have access to both of those, because we've got the flying robot which we left back at the... um. Well, we've got the flying robot that we stole from those dudes Mm -hmm. that can turn into a jet. Yeah. And we can get to the City of Worship easily. So, Right. So, do you want to check out the coast or do you want to go to another city? I want to go to another city. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Where do you want to go? The City of Knowledge, the City of Worship, or the City of the Guardians? By the way, the City of the Guardians has got 1XX as its place on here, so that means that we can go to the cool thing that we found. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's go there then. Let's go there. Your radio suddenly crackles to life with a mechanical voice. You are approaching the City of the Guardians. Please give your authorization. If you've read a military volume on the City of the Guardians, turn to the map reference you were given there. If you've not read this volume, turn to 218. Wasn't that... I'm pretty sure that was... Triple One, wasn't it? No, that wasn't it. That was the one about challenging the dude to a fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so the map reference was uh, 22, but if we go there without knowing that, um, and we don't give the proper reference, then I think we get shot by automatic guns? Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, right, um, this is insufficient data applies to the computer, probability of a crossing in trick 67% with 5 <laughs> seconds to change your course. If you continue talking to give the computer Guardian more data, turn to 357, or we can turn around. I want to see what happens if we get shot by these guns. Right, hang on a second. (laughs) In the middle of a sentence, your explanations are stilled forever by the fire from hidden guns. The computer's made a fatal mistake. Fatal for you as well. Your adventure is over. Oh, wow. Well... Okay, that's rough. (laughs) Okay, use the code words you found within the map reference. Acceptable, crackles the voice of the Guardian computer. Entering at clearance level zero. Like, that was just in, I mean, that, was in the... that was in the College of War, I suppose, but also, it seems kind of risky to leave books like that out on the side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, they were about to put them away, and then they were immediately struck with a virulent sleeping sickness.
0: Yeah, they were... <laughs> the books were all given to an intern, and said, go and put these away in the big vault that we have, and whatever you do, don't fall asleep on your way there. Oh, a second. <laughs> Man. They really goofed it. (laughs) The computer guides you to the main building of the City of the Guardians. You get out of your robot to investigate. Unfortunately, you soon learn that level zero means your security clearance is very low. The Guardian computer cannot or will not give you full access to the secrets of the base. However, it does seem willing to let you exchange your current robot for a high-powered war robot. (gasps) Yeah! Will you select a slow, powerful tank or a speedy, shape-changing humanoid plane? Hmm... We do need to.
2: Fly. We do, yeah. We do need a plane, and it's a war plane. So, mm.
0: I kind of want that plane.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> transforming planes of just transforming robots are really cool. Basically, that's why I'm really looking forward to um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Because the very first trailer they released for that, you've got a, a robot that turns into a tank.
2: Yeah, you do, and a, there's one salt. that turns into a motorcycle.
0: Oh, I, I don't think I saw that one. Actually, that looks that's. Uh, That's got me double sold on it in that case. (laughs) You've chosen a versatile but powerful humanoid robot, a Trooper XI. This is the standard Italian combat robot. It has two forms. It can shape itself into a giant metal warrior or into a sleek combat plane. Cool. So this is basically the same as the um, one we saw earlier. Armor 12 when it's a a human robot. Uh, Armor 10 when it's a plane. And we can change. And combat bonuses plus two in both of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good.
1: Then it's even better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, In human form, the trooper XI carries a gun in one hand and a shield in the other. On an attack strength roll of 18 or better, even if the enemy hits it, the robot gets the shield in the way and takes no damage. Well, hot damn. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty great. Okay. I want to have a look at what the tank robot does, if there's anything uh, worth noting about the tank.
1: It's not a jet Gundam, so who cares?
0: Yeah. Um, it's got a different gun on it Where you've um... Oh wait, hang on a second Okay, You've chosen a powerful robo-tank This fearsome war machine looks like a human from the waist up From the waist down, this is a huge tank With terrible twin guns <laughs> We've got a tank Centaur robot <laughs> <laughs> with Terrible guns they are so bad <laughs> <sighs> One of them um, just We don't have to roll for combat, we just roll or die And then we do that much damage but yeah. I think we're going to take the, the transforming jet because that's cooler. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The t- the tank center's kind of goofy. You're, you're leaving the City of the Guardians. You can go to the City of Storms or you can go to the City of Industry. Well, the Industry, uh, I guess.
1: I guess Industry. Yeah. And, and hope yeah. that one gives us a, a path to the Jungle City. Jungle
0: City, yeah. It's gone forever! <laughs> I I don't know if I could put it past these books, honestly. <laughs> You're in the city of industry. Normally it is busy and bustling, but now you see no life anywhere. Everyone is asleep, everyone but you. Where will you go in your quest for useful artifacts? The fuel refining plant, the robot experimental centre, the tunnels underneath the city, leave or just explore. Um <laughs> why would you not go to explore. the robot? Or- oh <laughs> Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the phrasing of that as well. Yeah. Just, just explore the world's your oyster, sure, we'll man. <laughs> the sky's the limit because we've got a, a robot that can turn into a jet.
3: Mm-hmm. You,
0: just, you decide to wander around and see what you can find. The streets are choked with huge vehicles stranded where they fell or rolled when their pilots went to sleep. We can explore to the east or to the west.
1: Hmm. I uh, east.
3: That's... yeah.
0: Sure sure flip a coin Uh, down the side street you hear the sounds of purposeful action peering cautiously around the corner you see that the sounds banging clanging noises are coming from a shop marked robot repair the shop door naturally is big enough for a robot to enter and is invitingly open we can enter and investigate or we can go on our way I think we're already spotless so I don't know if we need to go in Uh, might as well yeah wouldn't hurt You step cautiously cautiously inside, ready to fight if need be, but the sounds are being made by an automated repair facility. Hard at work stamping out armour plate. There is no sign of anyone awake. You leave your robot and investigate the controls of the repair shop. They seem simple enough. If you'd like to attempt repairs in your robot, we can, or if your robot needs snow repairs, or if you do not choose to attempt repairs, turn to 273.
2: Oh man, I was hoping we could upgrade stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm checking now. I don't know if we can supercharge our robot. No, unfortunately. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Turn to 273 then, I guess? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. As you leave, the hammering noise continues behind you. The repair shop is awake, even if its masters are asleep. Turn to 110. That was oddly poetic. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way that was written. Thank you, Steve Jackson. (laughs) Presented by Steve Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) You continue to wander about the city for some time. You see many interesting sights, but nothing that looks as though it would help. At length, you come to a large open area. On one side is a large building marked Robot Experimental Centre. Across the park is a sign that says Robots Working. It looks like an open access to the city's tunnel system. Will you visit the experimental centre or leave your robot and enter the tunnels? Let's, let's get experimental, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. I want to I see what the, what's in there. Sounds exciting. Okay. You know little about the centre, except its name. You've heard rumours that topsy secret work is being done here. You're in the lobby of the Robot Experimental Centre. You read the directory and see that different sorts of work are being done on different floors of the building. Several seem interesting. Where will you go? Second floor, inter- Interface Mechanisms. Third floor, Weapons Development. Sixth floor, Amplifier Project. Tenth floor, deteronics. Or, leave. Weapons! Weapons. <laughs> weapons Development, hell yeah.
1: This is where we get to upgrade our robot.
0: Mm. when you leave the lift on the third floor you easily spy a man-sized guard robot standing in the hallway sorry, no admittance squawks its mechanical voice what will you do? we can try to reason with it or we can attack it or we can go to a different floor
1: I don't think we can punch a robot let's reason with it
0: yeah you can punch a robot it's just like depend- Like the, the operative thing is how badly it hurts our, our fist so <laughs> while you are arguing with the machine it picks you up None too gently, and tosses you back into the lift. Lose one stamina point. Okay, so we can either go leave the floor and make a new selection, or we can hit it with our sword.
1: Oh, that's right, we have a sword. Uh, oh, can our yeah, sword cleave the robot. Just come in here. Why do people
0: have swords on this planet? Is the I question. don't know. Like, yeah, we took our father's sword with us, even though we've got a robot with a giant gun on it. <laughs> <laughs> All robots have gun.
2: Except for a shovel bot, he sucks
3: <laughs>
0: he, he really did um, I'm going to assume that it's just a Metal Gear Rising thing <laughs> and That if we do try to If anybody tries to shoot us We've got a sword, we can use it to block the bullets So Let's hit, let's hit it, I guess Let's hit it Your mission is more important than this asinine robot You'll have to deal with it by force Alright, so it's got a skill of 8. We don't gotta get personal, though. (laughs) (laughs) We're calling him Asinine. That's kind of rude. Okay. So, it's got a skill of 8. We just rolled 4, which gives it a total skill of 12. Unless we roll Snake Eyes, we should be fine. And we rolled 4. So, it's dead now. Hooray! Um, That was really
2: easy.
1: Yeah why does the guard robot suck? I was expecting that to be tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, it was even easier than um, the... like. It's a guard robot that's meant to deal with people, but the dinosaurs that we found back in that lab a while ago were a lot tougher than he was, so...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> no wonder everybody's falling asleep in this place. It's rubbish. You step over the fragments of the smashed robot and into the lab laboratory. Inside, you find something very interesting. The prototype for a seeker missile. There's only one, but looks very handy. It can be attached to the outside of any robot. It can be used only when you're piloting a robot, not in personal combat, and it may be fired at any time between attack rounds. It'll automatically hit its target and reduce its armor score by 10. Oh, we want that. We want that Yeah, that. let's mm. take that. Alright. As you take your prize downstairs, you see another guard robot like the one you defeated. You hurry out of the lobby and back to your robot. You may install the secret missile now, or save it for another one. It may be be moved from one robot to another, but it is lost if the robot carrying it is lost or if it is fired, or presumably if the robot's destroyed. So, Oh yeah, just stick it on a robot and whatever. And just hope for the best. So, okay, I'm just going to say that's an instant kill. That's an instant kill thing. If we get it into a fight that we don't want to play all the way through, we can just press the button and have a free win uh the, the other thing you could do with it is give it to shovelbot
1: for shovelbot's birthday <laughs> oh yeah I just imagine the, the tear of joy that would go down shovelbot's doopy face
0: <laughs> shovelbot can really do with a break by the way <laughs> also look forward to uh my new book shovelbot can do with a break it's a book for children and i'm sure your entire family will love it <laughs> right do you want to go anywhere else in the city of industry? Like, We've got the fuel refining plants, the experimental centre. Oh, yeah, we do. There's still a bunch of places we can go in the um, experimental centre, isn't there? So
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you've been here before, turn to 251. Uh. Turn to Just take me on a merry dance. Okay, just in time, you realise that the lobby is full of guard robots like the one you fought before. You quickly return to your robot and leave the area of the centre. Oh, man. <laughs> that oh, sucks. So- There's so many robots there that we literally cannot get in because I guess they'll just beat us all up. They'll all beat us up, Take taking turns in it. Rude. I don't know, they were
1: pretty simple, one-on-one.
0: Yeah. Again, do you guys want to cheat? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, where were we? Tunnel 206. Do you want to go down the tunnels?
2: Uh, I mean, I
1: guess. I'm I'm excited to see what kind of dinosaurs they're drilling for down there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Maybe we should go down the tunnels. All right. You park your robot outside the tunnel entrance and slip inside. You don't know what you expect to find here, but you've never been in this tunnel system, and its aura of secrecy attracts you. The tunnels. (laughs) This is sure. where all
1: the cool kids go after prom to, to neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I hope I hope that the entire thing is decorated with skulls, like the catacombs in Paris. But I, then again, I just wish everything was decorated with skulls. Also, so. there,
1: there's a prom city. It's right next door to high school city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <man>. makeout city. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in makeout city. Whoa. Imagine the makeout point overlooking makeout city. Like, how busy must uh, that place be. All right, but the tunnels are dimly lit, but you can see well enough. Soon you come to a turning. We can go right, or we can go left.
1: And there's no right. indications
0: or hints or no nothing.
1: Steve Jackson, dang it!
0: <laughs> right is, is not unique to Steve Jackson, unfortunately. <laughs> Let's go
2: right because that's my favorite direction of the two. Fair enough.
0: What about forward or backwards? That's not uh, of no. the two, is it? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I, if we're uh, opening it up to four, uh, four cardinal directions, then that complicates things a bit, I guess. I'm
1: I'm right. a forward-handed, but I try to be <laughs> dexterous. All right.
0: The tunnel goes lower and lower into the earth, then it opens into a wide, dimly lit vault. We can enter the vault, or we can continue downwards. Got to go in that vault. Yeah. Like, we can keep going down and try and, I suppose, look for gold, or we can go in this vault where they're keeping all their bullion. Yeah. The area appears to be full of rusting, abandoned robots. At the other side of the vault is a huge lift. The control panel has three coloured buttons, but none are marked. The lift <sighs> contains a huge robot, in the in the dimness you cannot make out what type it is, but it has treads and claws. We can enter the lift and push a button at random, or we can take the small corridor beside the lift.
1: It's Shovelbot's big brother. Oh my god, <laughs> Clawbot! He's good at
0: lifting. Uh, the other guy's good <laughs> at shredding. He can bench press. He can bench press thirty thousand pounds. That's that's pretty good.
1: Uh, yeah, that's why they call him Liftbot. But he can't turn into a plane, so I don't think we need him.
0: Nah. All right. So, are we going to enter the lift and push a button, or are you going to take the small corridor? Uh, let's just start pushing buttons.
3: Push,
2: the, push every button. Some, there needs to be an option just to slam your hand across all of the buttons
0: at once. Like, Yeah, just like run your hand down the entire control panel. Yeah, just to see what happens. Stop. Keep pressing, something's gonna happen. Alright, which button would you press? Green, red, or blue?
1: Red. Definitely yeah, red. Yeah, red. Always push the big red button. The big red
0: one.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the rusty lift clangs shut and begins to ascend. Higher and higher it goes. Then with a shriek, the cable snaps. The lift ascends again much faster. When it stops contours below the surface, your adventure is over. Oh, man. That's
1: rough. We, wow. we found the kill switch on the walk of here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, man, we're going to go into space. Oh, we're going really fast now. I feel practically weightless. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that's that's rough. All right, okay. so
1: uh, note to self, don't press the big red button. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Oh. Oh, it's because it wasn't glowing. If it's the glowing red button,
0: definitely Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, green or blue?
2: Uh, Green. Green means go.
0: Yeah. Go is good. I love going. Red red means make the cable on this lift snap so it kills us.
1: (laughs) Green (laughs) Um, is the opposite of red, so uh, green should be good.
0: Yeah. The lift doors shudder, and the lift drops half a meter and stops. The lights flicker on and then off. We can either push another button or we can leave the lift <laughs> and enter the <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Do you want to try the blue button? To see what happens? Yeah.
1: I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that this thing is broken.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> if those two
1: functions are intentional, this is the worst lift <laughs> I've ever in my life.
2: It was a lift that was well, it... meant for the Temple of Terror, but it never got in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a right? <laughs> uh, Universal yeah. Studios, I think. The Tower of Terror.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It's at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios.
0: Ah, it's fantastic. It's been a long, it's been a long time since I've visited. It is fantastic, and lives up to its name. This is an advert for <laughs> Disney Hollywood Studios. By the way, if anybody I listening. was
1: sure that the guy that like it was actually Rod Serling doing it before his death. But no, it was the, the best like Rod Serling imitator does the pre-show
0: video. That's incredible. Oh yeah, because there's the Twilight Zone thing, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And they have Good a bunch
1: stuff. of uh I don't know if they're like real screen used props or just uh uh replicas, but there's a lot of references to Twilight Zone episodes in there and it's real fun to spot them.
0: Oh nice. <laughs> I bet fans of the show would love that. Um there's actually a made for T V movie based on the Tower of Terror as well. So I presume that all huh. the sets that they um that you walk through in, when you're in the queues were actually the actual sets that they filmed on as well. Oh, cool. which is kinda of cool. Like, um And it can't possibly
1: be worse than the Haunted Mansion movie, so uh
0: <laughs> Oh man. I suppose so. But yeah, I, I remember um uh I think I either saw the film before I went there or I saw the film after I went there, then went back a few years later. But um there are a bunch of things in there, like um there's a bit with a, a pen, uh, a fan pen stuck into the desk, like you would somebody would do with a knife, but Less spooky than a life, so it's just a fountain <laughs> pen. And then if you go to the um to the right, then yeah, you can see that when you're walking in through the front doors, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, so you press the blue button on yeah, the thing. Yeah, blue button. The lift doors clank shut and it begins to descend. After about five minutes, it stops again. Outside, there's a corridor even dimmer than the area you just left. The doors open just wide enough for you to squeeze out. Can you press another button or step out and go down the corridor?
1: We know what happens with these other buttons. We are not pressing the other buttons.
2: Yeah, I don't want to press these
0: <laughs> buttons again. Okay. Hang on a second. The tunnel goes lower and lower into the earth, then opens into a wide, dimly-lit vault. Wait a minute, we've just found another endless loop, haven't we? In that... Oh no! But it also said that the lift descends for five minutes, and then it says we go down a, a corridor which leads us down into the earth, so we can just endlessly descend. <laughs> we'll come out on the other
1: side and then sneak up on them.
0: Yeah! Nice. yeah. Like you're thinking. And of course, because we will do that, we'll be upside down, and they'll be right way up, and they'll be really confused about it. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, yeah, we can either go back into the vault because there was a corridor we didn't go down, or we so can. So there's
1: like nothing really to do in these tunnels except get Clawbot. Maybe.
0: Um, Seems like well, it. If we go in the vault, we can either go in the lift and get killed, or we can take a small corridor beside the lift. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, okay, mm. let's take take the small corridor yeah. that is hopefully not instant death.
0: <laughs> I swear <laughs> to try. God. The corridor levels off and passes a small alcove. Within the alcove is a small lift, just big enough for one person. We can get in it and press the one button that there is here, or we can continue along the corridor. Continue. I'm scared of buttons now. No yeah. buttons. <laughs> the tunnel seems to descend forever. You feel fatigued. Lose one stamina point. Eventually it reaches a landing. You take the stairway up, ten to the 94. So we just got really tired from walking everywhere. Just so you guys know, um, in all the books that we've read so far, I cannot remember uh, losing a stamina point from having a really long walk and being tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) The stairway leads to a corridor which turns downward once again. Eventually the corridor ends in a small alcove with a lift. Rather than retrace your steps, you enter the lift and push the button. What, what's going on here? It takes us to page forty-four, which is where the thing goes shuts and it begins to descend, and then we find ourselves stuck in an endless loop. How, this is terrible.
1: How do you get buggy programming in a book? How- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's more common than you think. I think we are just descending endlessly into the earth, like some kind of <sighs> some kind of strained metaphor.
1: But that's where you find the real dinosaurs. What, what yeah. do you find inside the center of
0: that planet? <laughs> mm. Also, we can keep going down um, these some steps and then end up being killed because we're so tired. Great. Man, this book.
1: Let's just get out of here. Where's the get out of here option? Are we trapped Trying to find
0: forever? It. Okay, so turn to page 340, which brings us into the vault. Then take the small corridor, turn to page 398. Then get in the lift and press the button, which takes us to 307, which is new, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. The lift shoots quickly upward. The force of its acceleration almost knocks you down, and it continues for a long time. Suddenly, the lift doors pop open. You're in the lobby of the Robot Experimental (laughs) Centre. Wait, they don't like us here. Wait a minute. No. Okay. So we can either investigate, or we can go back and get in our robot. Let's get in our robot. Yeah, That was a huge waste of time patting about in those tunnels. Wow. Alright. Um, we can either explore somewhere else in the city of industry or we can find a new destination.
1: The city sucks. I'm sick
0: of this. Yeah, city. Yeah, the city's <laughs> even worse than the city
2: of worship and the weather city.
0: Mm. Alright. Oh my god, there's a new city. Okay. Oh man. So we can go to the uh, two we haven't been to yet. Uh, actually, there's the three, which include Capital City, which is probably at the end of the book. We can go to the City of the Jungle... You can go to the capital city Or we can go to the city of pleasure Oh <laughs> city of pleasure, city of pleasure. <laughs>
2: I,
1: don't I, I like to imagine Our little nameless character Is really set I'm like okay as soon as I'm close enough To the city of the jungle I'm going to get that flower I'm going to save everybody I'm gonna, And then like a little map blip Lights up city of pleasure City of pleasure
0: <laughs> Just turns into the jet And goes there as quick as he can <laughs> Because man, okay. you don't just ignore the city of pleasure. Alright. You're in the city of pleasure. It is your country's <laughs> vacation spots where rich and poor alike come to partake of a thousand different amusements. What would you actually like to
1: do? Is make out city, I'm so happy.
0: <laughs>
3: yes
0: <laughs> I feel like I should be uh, doing the the, <laughs> the billionaire fop voice when I'm talking about the okay. city of pleasure. <laughs> do you want to go to the arcades or the airfield? The I want to go airfield? to the arcades The airfield. You sound you sound confused about the airfield. What
1: is 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 the airfield like an airport? Um, like what is pleasurable about an airfield is what I'm confused about.
3: Mm, I, I love, love air. The red
0: arrows. Like stump stump pilots are pretty good. Also, air is air is okay as well. I'm pretty pleased with air. Uh, yeah. Arcades or airfield. Oh, definitely the
1: arcade. At least I know what yeah. where my pleasure is coming from. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you are in the arcade building with your robot parked outside. It is a madhouse of sound and coloured lights. Each arcade game is wilder than the next. Which one will you play? <laughs> Wasp Fighter. Wasp Fighter, Dinosaur Hunt, or Zap the Karossian? Or do you want to play none of these? I feel like Zap the Karossian is really messed up, by <laughs> the way. Yeah, it's kind of messed up, so it's... let's play it.
1: That's definitely on some,
0: someone's, like, problematic video game blog. <laughs> no, that's, that's entirely right, yeah. Okay, you step into the game and pick up the toy ray gun that comes with it. A light comes on, and you see yourself in a mirror, but a holographic trick has close to reflection in a beard and a Karossian uniform. You laugh and fire <laughs> <Right>. at it. <laughs>
1: the, the evil sneaky invaders are all bearded? What? That's what it says. Oh, I don't think I can read this book anymore. <laughs>
0: um, also, presumably, like the, the book never get like assigns a gender to the player, um, or at least most of these books don't do that. But this one is explicitly saying like we grow a beard as well when we look at our, <laughs> our reflection. So yeah. this is really sticking to a profile of the Karossians, isn't it? <laughs> wow! Even the right.
1: their women are bearded. How about that?
0: <laughs> like dwarves. Alright, you laugh and fire at it. Unfortunately, with all the repairmen sleeping, this machine is out of order. When you fire, you receive a a severe electrical shock. Okay. Oh. We rolled a one, so we lose one point of skill. Damn it!
1: You (laughs) could lose up to six points of skill for trying to play the racist video game. Oh my
0: god. I think we deserve it. No, no, if you roll uh, one, two, or three, you lose a point of skill. If you roll four, five, or six, you lose a point of stamina. Oh, Okay. okay. But I think all of them are deserved for playing the racist video game. <laughs> Alright. Do you want to play another video game or do you just want to leave? Because let's play the dinosaur wow. shooting one. I
1: definitely mm. give this this part of the book uh uh respect for actually pointing out that things are going to be different with no one awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was supposed to be repaired and it wasn't, so
0: that's what you get. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. In the Dinosaur Hunt game, you are given a huge gun with which to fire at holograms representing dinosaurs of all kinds. You fire all for a while, but the game is very unrealistic and boring. The <laughs> dinosaurs seem to walk right past, otherwise they are
1: targets. <laughs> As a professional dinosaur rancher, this really sticks with you.
0: going to post a scathing critique of this on our blog when we get back. <laughs> I'm really tickled with a guy, like, commenting on the graphics and how the AI is really unrealistic and- <laughs> god you leave in disgust I fought <laughs> two
1: triceratops earlier this day and it was nothing like that
0: <laughs> as you do you notice a plaque by the door it reads in part this game is based on the prototype cloak of invisibility device model 3 now being tested at the dinosaur preserve <gasps> very interesting we can play another game or we can leave the arcade well we've got a clue in- yeah. here but there's also wasp fighter oh i need to oh. fight the wasps
1: yeah we need to balance out our racism by attacking wa- attacking wasps yeah everybody <laughs> hates wasps those type.
0: Like... D- no <laughs> you sit down in the seat instantly you find yourself at the controls of a sleek fighter the experimental wasp 200 oh. <laughs> they double bluffed us all right for 20 minutes you seem to fly through the skies pursuing enemy robots then a timer buzzes and you find yourself back at the arcade. In front of you, a screen is blinking. Advanced game ready. You have earned extra time. We can either play the extra time or we can leave the arcade entirely. Ex-the-time. This is going to be
1: like a last Starfighter thing, where the more we play the video games, the better we are.
0: Yeah. Uh, saving the yeah. <laughs> world. You know what it might be? Especially because we've got a fighter jet at our disposal, so. Yeah. Alright, let's see what happens. Test your luck. Um, We rolled 7, which is good, even though we had luck of 12, so we couldn't lose. Uh, Turn to 79. You play for another 20 minutes. When the time ends, the machine goes dark. You will not be able to play it again, but the detailed simulation of combat in the Wasp G100 fighter has added one to your skill with robots only. So that's pretty good. Get a combat yeah. advantage of plus three in our robot now because of how great we are. Okay. <laughs> so that's all the games we can play in the arcade. Do we want, uh, Let's go back to the main thing of the City of Pleasure. We can either leave the city or we can visit the airfield.
2: I'm curious I what the
0: airfield th- even is.
1: Someone tell mm. me what is so pleasurable about this airfield.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty curious. Alright... At the airfield, you find dozens of pleasure craft of all sorts, none of which looks useful. But parked in an out-of-the-way corner, is a small but deadly-looking fighting machine. It is a sleek experimental fighter, called a Wasp Fighter. Only a few exist. It has very little armour, but it has good weapons and handles well. Okay, so it's a very fast thing. Whenever the Wasp's attack roll exceeds its foe's roll by four or more. It has literally flown circles around its foe. It automatically wins the next combat round as well, no rolls are necessary. Okay, so very fast armor six combat bonus two. Um, we can take it if you like, or we, um, or we can come back later. Uh, come back later and get I it. I don't
1: know. I'm I'm happy with our gun. Yeah, I'm really happy with yeah. one we
0: have right now. Okay, this is the only thing that there is to do at the airfield, by the way. So, oh, that's lame. I mean, yeah, this pleasure right, city so isn't very pleasurable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not a lot of pleasure to be had on this planet.
0: Yeah. All right. So we can leave the city um, now. But it says something. If you're in the Wasp Fighter, turn to 359. Hmm. I want to know what that is. Yeah. If you know the Wasp Fighter's model number, turn to the reference number. It was 200, wasn't it? Yeah. Because of the practice you got in the arcade game, you know how to handle this robot properly. Turn to 378. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so... Um, you... If you're in the Wasp Fighter 10359, if we don't know the model number of the it. The lift
1: goes down slowly.
0: <laughs> oh no! Turn to, turn to page 23. Unfortunately, this experimental craft is different from all other robots you have handled. Its combat bonus of 2 does not count for you until you've been through two combats with it. Oh wow, okay, so. If we're in the Wasp Fighter and haven't done the game a bunch of times, then we actually are terrible in it and bump into stuff all the time, I guess? Wow, all right. That's kind of rude. Turn to page three seven eight. Uh, would you like to go to the city of industry or the city of the jungle? Oh, jungle. I, I guess any any of the other jungle, any of the other cities as well. But we want to go to the city of the jungle to find the thing.
1: Yeah, and then maybe so. go back for the cloaking device later.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are we are we flying or are we on the ground?
1: We uh, can let's, choose either because we've got because we have
0: a transforming claim bot. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: As you speed over the jungle, your instruments warn of an enemy approaching. It is a single Kerossian in a captured fighter craft. He has somehow identified you as a foe. He is already attacking. <laughs> uh, he
1: somehow identified you as a foe as a, because you're flying your home planet's most advanced
0: uh, battle <laughs> <mat>. <laughs> Somehow he managed somehow. to pick us out. His robot is a wasp fighter, a sleek experimental machine. Only a few exist. It's very to llama, but has good weapons and handles well. Okay, so he can't escape. But we get a combat bonus of plus three. He's got a skill of 11. We've, so, funnily we've got a skill of 12. This should be pretty easy. He rolled six. which gives him 17. We rolled five. Alas, my hubris. <laughs> so, it hit us once, which does ten, uh, two points of damage to our armour. Try oh, that no. again. Okay, he rolled snake eyes. So... And then we kill it. Hooray. Hooray! Uh, if your armour is... Okay. If you defeat the wasp, turn to 137. You are in the city of the jungle. If you have been to the city before, turn to 349. Okay. This is a relatively small city, a home for explorers, gatherers of valuable plants, and lovers of the wilderness. Wild dinosaurs often walk the very streets of the city of the jungle. What will you do here? Explore the city, or explore the jungle? Or explore the of the... <laughs>
1: What? <laughs> uh, well, let's let's go into the underbrush. I want my flower, dang it! Yeah, yeah. That's what we came for. We've got
0: to save the world here. How are you equipped for this trip? A flying robot, a non flying robot, or no robot at all? Ooh. So do you want to walk in, fly over, or go on foot?
1: Well, we can't see the flower we're looking for from the sky, so we aren't going to right. be in flying
0: mode. Mm. That one's right. Let's go. Yeah, I can cross that one off immediately. Uh, Uh, I mean, I I want... On foot or on robot foot? (laughs) Well,
2: if you're on robot... robot.
0: Yeah, let's do robot. I'll tell you now, if you go for no robot at all, that is an instant death. Okay, dinosaurs eat you? Yeah, you step off into the jungle, a brave move, but a foolish one. A prime dinosaur snaps you up so quickly that you hardly have time to realise your danger. Your adventure is over. This is a dangerous-ass planet to live on! Yeah. I hate this. That's why everybody walks around in robots and all the time. They all have guns, I all guess. All robots
1: have guns.
0: <laughs> <That's> why... <laughs> I guess that's just why a guy who works on a farm for dinosaurs also knows how to pilot a jet fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you set off into the jungle, along a path wide enough for a robot, or a dinosaur. Soon the path forks, so we can go right or left. Uh, right? Go right, yeah. Right. You hear a crashing sound in the jungle, coming towards you. It is a low-armoured dinosaur waving a club-like tail back and forth. It is coming straight at you. We can flee, or we can attack it.
1: Why are all these dinosaurs so aggressive?
0: Yeah, like, I'm fairly sure that the dude we're about to fight is a vegetarian as well. A herbivore. if I want to use the actual word instead of talking about (laughs) people.
1: No, no, it's his personal choice not to eat meat. That's how it works.
0: (laughs) Alright, so yeah, there's an ankylosaurus. We can kill it, or we can run away.
2: Man, let's just blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> just shoot it blow up all these damn dinosaurs. <laughs> they're in, just, our, they're just, in our way.
1: They've got a nature preserve. It, we aren't going to do that much damage. to the yeah. we can
0: we can roll the die, or we can just use the seeker missile. But you know what? I think shooting using the experimental prototype uh, missile, of which there's only one of it in existence, and using it to blow up a dinosaur. I think that's really funny. <laughs> so
1: I don't. I kind of want to keep that for like.
0: That's tactical true. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll fight it with our fists and with our guns. It's got a skill of 9, but it's slow, which means that we get plus 4 to all our attacks because of our combat bonus. It rolled 5. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Ankylosaur. So we rolled 9, so it's dead. Turn to page 56. The dinosaur blew the hell up. Mm-hmm. Defeated anyway. the Ankylos- <laughs> This is disgusting You have defeated the Ankylosaurus Looking along the trail of destroyed vegetation that left behind You see a glint of metal We can investigate it or we can ignore it and go on I uh,
1: suppose we should investigate Even though this yeah. man plant Is not metal mm. So far as I know I, I don't recall <laughs> being told that detail By the way yeah. the plant is made of aluminum
0: well, it's called a man plant, so maybe it's made out of meat because of all the men it's been eating. Could be. It has a large crawler robot. The crew, of course, is asleep, and you do not want to take their robot and leave them into the jungle. But then the robot is an interesting piece of equipment, like nothing you've ever seen. Reading the crawler pilot's orders, you see the following. Experimental Tangler Field works on flying machines, but not always. Your orders are to test it against flying dinosaurs immediately. Beneath this is written in large red letters, NO GOOD. You may add the tangler field to your possessions and continue. I don't know what it does. <laughs> no idea here. Well, <laughs> alright. got a take, take it. it. No, take it anyway. Uh, okay. You can explore the other part of the jungle, or we can go elsewhere. Presumably going elsewhere will take us out of the city of the jungle. Uh, continue exploring to the left this time. Yes. Yeah. Almost immediately, the path forks again. To, la- to the left, a large sign reads... Danger, man-trap. There is no sign by the right path. Ooh. That's, what, okay. that's what we want. That's where do you want we're to go left? Do you want to find this man-trap?
1: Yes. I want to find the man-eater. Whoa, whoa, here she comes. I want it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Soon you arrive at a large clearing. In the middle of the clearing is a huge plant with many spiky leaves. In the center of the plant, barely within reach, is a stalk bearing several huge red and yellow blossoms. What will you do? Examine the plant more carefully. Pick a flower, or circle around the plant and continue. Uh, examine it more.
1: We, we we need the flower, right? We definitely mm.
0: need it. Yeah, that's yeah. the part we need. That's that's correct. So, so we can we can pick um, a flower which is uh, from the central stalk with all the blossoms on it, or we can examine it more carefully, or we can walk around it and leave. I want to examine it more examine carefully. More carefully.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> the book is full of stupid traps. Yeah, I have yeah. a
2: feeling it'd be like you'd pick the wrong flower and then you'd kill everyone on the
0: planet instead. We wouldn't even know we <laughs>
1: needed this plant if we didn't double-check our blue potion.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: As you examine the plant, you get the uneasy feeling that it is examining you, too. Turn to 248. Oh, I know the it. The spiky leaves reach towards you, and the flower stalk pulls back to show a fanged mouth. The plant is hungry. <laughs> right. Um, so we have to punch a plant now. It's not a robot eater. Come on. Mm. Since the mantrap plant has caught hold of you before the battle starts, differences in speed do not matter. So we've got combat advantage of plus three, I think. Um, it's got a skill of nine. We've got a skill of twelve. Let's put our fist through it. I guess this we is are, real
1: silly. We are better at punching than this plant.
0: Mm. <laughs> the plant rolled four. Um, oh, jeez. So, we rolled 8, add that to our skill of 12, which gives us 20 damage <laughs> against the plant, and that's overkill. Nice! Turn to 97. Although it does say, if it reduces your armour to 0, turn to 1 for 1. I want to see what, what that. What it does there. Uh, it might be an interesting death. Who knows? Yeah, okay. If, if we lose the fight against the plant, a claw-like leaf reaches in through a crack in the armour. You scream and strike it, strike at it with your sword, but it's no avail. A mere human cannot hope to stand against the appetite of the man-trap plant. This is, this is real silly, this book. <laughs> the battle is over. You've torn the man-trap plant into a thousand pieces. Nothing remains of the vicious vegetable, except a damper spot on the marshy ground. Turn to 237. Oh. You continue through the jungle. It is hard going. Hidden pits and logs take the toll on your robot. Reduce its armor by two. Okay. Uh... Are we not supposed to kill the shit out of that plant? <laughs> well, I would ex- I would expect not. That's strange. Hang on a second. Right. You continue through the jungle. It is hard going. Hidden pits and logs take the toll on your robot. Reduce its armor by two. Eventually, the city comes into view, but you're relieved. And you're relieved. But as you enter it, you twice see flying Karosium robots patrolling overhead. Each time you hold your own robot motionless and they overlook you, but you realise realize the city is no longer safe. There are Korossians everywhere. Um, pfft. Right, give me a second, because I feel like we've been... Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, if we pick a flower from the thing, does that instantly kill us? No. All right, so we, pun- <laughs> we punch the shit out of the, the plant. But I'm rewinding time quickly, saying, "Let's pick the flower." Yeah. You stretch. You stretch yeah. a robot arm to its fullest extension and pluck one of the flowers. The plant shudders. If you possess a blue potion, turn to two one one. You quickly pass the flower, pass the flower in through a port. You unscrew your flask of potion and drop the flower in. The potion changes color to lavender. But as you put the lavender potion safely away, you're scratching nose from outside. And then we have to kill a, a plant again. Oh, but we're oh, okay. good at that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Turn to ninety-seven. There is a plant-shaped stain on the ground. The battle is over. You've torn the mantrap plant into a thousand pieces. Just really, just really hate this flower. <laughs> That's right. why
1: they're so rare. People
0: just hate them. <laughs> <They> hate them.
3: <laughs>
0: Committing hate crime. So so far, we've committed a hate crime against the Karossians and against a, a flower. <laughs> so, okay.
1: We, we didn't program the game. We just participated. <laughs>
0: Enab- <laughs> we just enabled it right <laughs> do you want to there wasn't any other robot we could change into was there so let's go to 298 and leave because this place is filled with bad dudes do you want to go to the city of industry, city of knowledge or the capital city
1: uh, we can get repairs in the city of industry and a yeah. uh, a cloaking device maybe in the city of knowledge Yeah. so I think they're yeah. both good ideas
0: Alright, so let's go to the City of Knowledge. I'm going to fast-forward this bit. Uh, wait a minute. when we go to get repairs in the City of Industry. I'll just fast-forward that, because we know what happens there. So Yeah. So, in the City of Knowledge, if you've already been here, turn to page 40. Oh, okay. You have returned to the City of Knowledge. In the distance, you see the towers of the College of Medicine, but you also see a Karossian air fighter closing fast. Even if you know a password with which to challenge the enemy turns to that number. Alright, we do, I think. I think? I do think?
1: Maybe we got that from their, uh, uh,
0: the book? Uh, no. Uh, I had a look and um, turning to page 111, which is the book we, uh, learned about, um, Karossian history and culture. Just is about one-to-one man-on-man dueling. Uh, so, turn to page 305, see what this says. Over the radio, the Karossian challenges you. 88. You've the proper sign for response. Turn to that number. If not, you'll have to fight. N- no clue. Let's let's kill it with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're being attacked by a Kurosian air fighter. This is a sleek, arrow-shaped robot. It can throw out legs to land on the ground, but it always fights in the shape of an aircraft. Okay, so it's faster than us. So that gives it mm-hmm. that gives us a combat advantage of only plus two. So its skill is nine. It rolled seven, which gives it a skill of sixteen overall.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Our skill is eleven. We were all ten. Ah. Oh. oh. Never mind. It's okay. Ours is better because we're the main character. <laughs> the enemy robot trailing smoke plows into the ground. Nothing could have survived that blast. You are free to go. Okay. Where would you like to go? Uh, the dinosaur preserve, which is on page yes. sixty-six. Yes. Okay. Uh, you've already been to ten to one eight nine. Everything seems to be as you left it. The Karussians have no interest in this area and no desire to get any closer to the monsters than they really have to. So, Then
1: why do they want this planet? It is full of them. They're everywhere.
0: And they're they ornery. Want... <laughs> and... <laughs> like, these are the grouchiest dinosaurs I think I've ever seen in possibly in any work of fiction. Like, ever. like the only dinosaur that was even vaguely
2: friendly kind of was the robot dinosaur. <laughs> Everything <laughs> has to be a robot for it to
0: be good in this book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to go to the admin building and have a look in there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Everyone is asleep, of course. You see nothing of special interest. What will you do now? Look for a specific object, search the whole office thoroughly, investigate the other building, or just leave. I okay, guess so we can... Search, search for a certain object? Is that them, like, hinting
1: that, hey, there's a clogging device here, maybe? Hey.
0: If you know what you might find in this building, add 50 to its model number and turn to that paragraph. Uh... Hang on. So just did some backtracking. Cloak of invisibility device model 3. So uh, if we know the thing, add 50 to the model number and then turn to that page. So let's do that. In a closet, you find what appears to be an unused coat hanger. When you pick it up, it is heavy. You found the cloak of invisibility. Inside it are the instructions.
1: All right. Hold up. Hold up. Why does it look like a coat hanger?
0: Oh no, the cloak is hanging on. Clo- oh okay. coat hanger. <laughs> I like mine way better. Yeah. Um I mean nobody would suspect anything from it. But also like it seems like somebody goofed by leaving the cloak of invisibility turned on and hanging up invisible. Alright. Well then you'll hang-
1: never find it.
0: Yeah, but then like you go, well, where do we leave the cloak invisibility? On the hanger. You just leave it in the closet. (laughs) We told the we told the same intern to put away those really valuable and dangerous books. We told him to put away the the cloak invisibility and now he's gone and jeffed it again. Thanks, intern. Just look for the
1: hook that's hanging without the arms.
0: (laughs) And that's the hanger it's on. Good point. Okay. When it is activated, it will cause light waves to pass around you, making you invisible for about an hour, but it will only work once without being recharged, and the instructions do not say how to recharge it. Dang.
3: City
1: of knowledge, my ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where's the city of common sense? Can I go there? (laughs) Oh, man. Alright, do you want to search the whole office thoroughly, or do you want to leave? Oh,
1: might as well search it thoroughly.
0: Yeah, okay. In, okay, in trying to open an office marked private, you activate a security system, An electric shock pins you to the door frame. Uh, oh, come on. By the time you get free, you've lost one stamina point.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, every time you try to be thorough in these books, you just end up embarrassing yourself. And, like It's just... Okay, I'm going to investigate um, this building um, as much as I can, and then you step on every single rake that there is to find in there. (laughs) prang yourself in the face. Wow. All right. Um, So that's everything there is to do in the dinosaur preserve, basically. Do you want to leave? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Do you want to go to the College of Medicine? Oh, no, do you want to leave the City of Knowledge entirely now at this point?
1: Yeah. Let's let's go to the City of, of... Faith, whatever it was called, in city of worship. Yeah, and stick our potion in the sky storm.
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Well, the the storm isn't here yet. Is the thing. So actually, you've been to the city before. down to sixty seven immediately. Storm clouds are gathering as you approach. There we go. oh
3: yeah. See?
0: This looks pretty good. Storm clouds are gathering as you approach, but even through the static on your radio, you can hear chattering Carosian voices. Then you're challenged by several Karateans and small robots. Uh if you fight them, turn to two one seven. If you fly away from them, turn to twelve. I don't
3: know.
1: can can we afford to miss this storm? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like this is pretty much endgame stuff here. I'm um, I'm expecting that if we fight them, they'll be like, Good job. By the way, the storm already happened, it's too late.
0: No. Um I'm, I'm It's trying... a really big storm, so Yeah. <laughs> so I think we can just um wait a while for it to see... Like, we can fight all these robots whilst the storm um, is overhead, and it'll look really cool and atmospheric, and then we can do all the thing that we came here for.
3: Mm.
0: Or we can, um, it doesn't say leave, it just says um, leave these guys alone and, like, fly above them, so.
2: Yeah, let's just fly above them.
0: Okay. You are now flying above the city. The storm is incredibly violent. You cannot control your flyer. Roll two oh. dice. If the result is less, less than or equal to your skill, then something happens. So we need to get less than uh, equal to or less than nine here. Okay. We rolled five. Hooray! Probably good. Um, you regain control of your flyer, though the buffeting is terrible. You lose one stamina point. Well, better than dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have a flask of liquid in your possession. Count the letters in both words of its name. Multiply the number by ten. What? In terms of that reference. What? All right. What? How many letters are there in Lavender Potion?
3: Oh, that
0: is
1: awful. That is I hate this book. I hate this book so much. (laughs) What, fourteen letters? Why can't they just say if you have a potion that is blue, go to this page. If you have a potion that is lavender, go to that page.
0: Yeah. Why
1: can't they just say that?
0: It would be way too easy to cheat in that case. Oh man. Okay. So turn to page one hundred forty. When your instruments tell you that you have penetrated to the heart of the storm, you take the precious flask of lavender potion and unstopper it. Quickly, you pour it through the ejection lock. It diffuses in the air around you. You smile. You know that the storm will quickly carry it to every part of Thalos. When you land, the people of the City of Worship are already awake. No Crossians are in sight. Your radio picks up scraps of chatter everywhere. Your people are reviving and driving off the Crossian invaders. You've saved your people and your adventure is over. You are a hero. Oh man! That's a good ending! What? <laughs> that's I can we instead
1: go to the uh, the capital city and try to like challenge their leader in single
0: combat for another good ending.
1: That sounds more exciting because I bet that's in this book.
0: You know what? I think it is too. All right, um, give me a second. <laughs> jungle. But if you, even if it's not, I feel happy with getting
1: this good ending. This is a good yeah. ending. Yeah.
0: Just all the crossings go. Oh man, these guys are awake. Well, screw this. This is way too dangerous now they've all, they're awake and they've all got guns. <laughs> okay. We should do more there's research a
1: montage of all the places mm. we've been and eventually we get to the small village being defended by shovelbot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart, he tries he works hard. I love you Sho- <laughs> I love you shovelbot. You're in the capital city, the seat of government of Thalos. It is a noble city full of white marble buildings. It is also the main base of the invaders and you know you must be very careful. You have five options. Some of, them will, some of them will eventually return you here. You may not make the same choice twice. Each time you return here, you must make a new selection. So, you can go to the city hospital, the capital building, the national treasure house, the enemy encampment, or just explore.
1: Let's just go straight to the capitol building. I have a bone to pick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You decide to visit the capitol building, the seat of government of Thalos. If you go in your robot, turn to 42, or if you travel on foot, turn to 71. I mean, like, going on foot is kind of cool because we can go up and be like, with the storm happening around us? Because Yeah, uh, we can sword fight. And yeah. We can be like, hey, hey, K- Karossians, you guys suck. But also we've got a giant robot with guns, so. Yeah. Uh, let's go on foot and
1: try to do invisibility cloak shenanigans.
0: Oh, yeah. You decide to go on foot. If you possess the cloak invisibility and have not used it, you may use it now. Turn to 106. Or we can, if you've already used it, do not possess it, or you simply choose not to use it. Turn to 134. Are you being sneaky? Let's be sneaky. Ah, oh,
1: we might as well use it,
3: sure.
0: Okay. you don the cloak. It works like a charm. When you walk in front of a store window, you have no reflection. Soon the cloak is put to a harder test. You walk in front of a Carossian patrol, but remain totally unseen. You enter the Capitol building itself. There is no sign of the legislators. You assume they have been taken away as hostages. While you are investigating the building... You observe a pair of Karossians standing guard over a huge display case. They move closer and listen. That's right. One is saying, "Minos will come to take possession of this sword in a few hours. It'll be some kind of ceremony, I guess." Mm. Looking in the case, you see, looking in the case, you see that this is the sword of the state. You're reluctant to leave it where the tyrant can get it, but taking it would be a risk. What will you do?
1: Oh, you gotta take the sword of the state. Yeah, it if sounds awesome. If you're
3: to
0: down their leader, you need to do it with the sword of the state. And like. Also, I th- I'm pretty sure that if we take the sword of the state, that makes us the president.
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, all right. So we can either look elsewhere in the Capitol building. We can take the sword by stealth, or we can attack the sentries and take the sword.
1: Take the sword by stealth. We—it's been less than an hour, right? Our cloak is still working.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if it mess—and if it doesn't work, then we can still kill them anyway. So yeah, by attacking them with a big sword. All right, test your luck. If you're lucky, you can get behind the case and remove the sword without either guard being the wiser. Oh, your old snake eyes again, which is lucky. Hooray! We've got a, we've got the cap, we've got the sword of the state now. We will strike our enemies down with law and justice. Awesome. This is incredible.
1: Awesome! 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, turn to... Okay, turn to 296. You escape easily. The gods have no idea what has happened. You've captured the Sword of the State, a large, ornate blade. To your surprise, it is sharp and well-balanced. When you use it to fight a foe. Increase your skill by one.
1: (laughs) To your surprise, the Sword of the State is pretty good. That's an (laughs) awesome sign. You thought it would just be some cheap piece of junk.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair... Um... This, I don't. I think this is analogous to the swords that um, the queen would use to knight somebody uh, when she gives him a knighthood. So I don't know if that's actually like a, a sharpened blade that you can use in combat. Although I really hope it is, because <laughs> then I might actually care about the royal family for once. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being. Uh, <laughs> I'm making the comedy podcast about fighting fantasy books into my anti-royal agenda. <laughs>
1: That's alright. I mean, anarchy in the UK, whatever you wanted to.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just okay. going to name some songs now. <laughs> Octopus's Garden. Go for it.
0: Uh, going Underground. The Cloak of Invisibility is beginning to flicker. You'll not be able to use it again. Before it expires, you make your way out to the Capitol building and back to your robot. Hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay so okay. Where would now
1: you... approach the Capitol building in your robot. <laughs>
0: Actually, I want to see what happens, though. Turn to page 42. Uh, yeah. The closer you get to the building, the more Carossians you see. Soon you realise that your robot is making you far too conspicuous, and then we just have the exact same thing if we approach on foot. Wow. All right. Okay, so we can either go to the city hospital, the national treasure house, the enemy encampment, or we can explore for a little while. Uh,
2: explore for a while. Sure. Sure. I'm sure that's the option that's going to have the bullshit just kill you instantly and you had no idea thing. Maybe, yeah. You
0: decide to explore the streets of the capital city. How will you travel? Flying about? Ground travel going left? Or ground travel going right? Let's just have a fly
1: about. That sounds so charming.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the way they put it like that. uh Ah, it's delightful. Your robot takes to the air, and soon you can see the enemy encampment. But the enemy air patrols are vigilant. Two flying robots swoop to challenge you. They do not ask for a password, but open fire immediately. Presumably, because we're in a, Thal- a Thalos fighter jet right now. You must fight these two Myrmidon robots. The Myrmidon is the standard Karotium combat robot. Okay, so. Uh, we're both going very fast. We've got a combat of plus three. Do you want to just fire a missile and leave us, or do you want to roll some die? Well, I don't know if going to have any other opportunity I want to, to use
2: that
1: missile. missile f- I want hmm. to save the missile for the big guy.
0: Okay. Okay. Alright, so uh, the first dude's got a skill of 11. We've got a skill of 12 because of the uh, combat plus. So it rolled 4, which is looking pretty good for us. And we rolled 10. Oh. Poor dude. Um, and there's another one as well. Because scramble as many jets as you can, basically. It rolled 5. Add that to a skill of 9. We rolled three, so it shoots us, and we take a bit of damage. Ow. Yeah. Which brings us down to ten, because we quickly went back to the City of Industry and got everything repaired. So We did that off-microphone, off, off microphone though, because we've already done it, and yeah. Okay, <laughs> so um, for second round of combat, it rolls six, which gives it a skill of 15. And we rolled six, which gives us a skill... Of eighteen, because you've got the combat bonus thing, so if you' defeated for two on, turn to seventy five you've eliminated the two enemy robots, but at a cost you're somewhat shaken up by the man- by the maneuvers you've been for- forced to perform, lose one stamina point. <laughs> More foes are approaching rapidly. we can press on towards the encampment or we can retreat. Press on, press on.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, you're blasted out of the sky. Your adventure ends here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Rude. <laughs> okay. I wasn't expecting that. We, if we try to press on to the encampment uh, by by Sky, we just get shot down and killed. uh uh-huh. ha. Right. Okay. That's Well. Not cool. That's <laughs> All right. Alright, so the other option. You realise that you cannot win a dogfight against this many foes. Dodging and weaving between the buildings of the capital city, you lose your pursuers. You've set up a hornet's nest now. You must press the attack before they hunt you down. What will you do? Look elsewhere in the capital city for help. Try to slip into the enemy camp on foot, or stay in your robot and attack on the ground.
1: Stay in the robot and attack on the ground. That seems defend. better, yeah. I want to mm. draw out their leader and challenge him to a duel. I want it <laughs> so much. <laughs> better,
2: better
0: be able to happen, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. You have not gone far before you have to pass through a narrow gate that leads into the outer part of the stadium. There you are challenged by a group of robots. 88 comes the password. If you know the sign, turn to that number. If not, turn to 50. We don't know the thing, so we're going to turn to 50.
3: Ah, man. Where did
0: we learn oh. the thing? Um, from a different option. I... The Corrosian troops, already nervous because of the reports of, of Thanian robots at large, don't hesitate. They set off a buried mine placed beneath the gate as a precaution. Your robot is shattered, your adventure is over. What? Wow! Wow!
3: Man. This is tough.
0: Okay. What happens if we try to sleep, uh, slip into the enemy camp on foot? Someone's see this. Uh, we've reused the uh, cloak of invisibility. So, turn to 103 instead. The enemy encampment is well patrolled. You're seized by Karossian guards. If you know something that might help you now, turn to reference number that came with that information. Otherwise, turn to 228. Now. Now. (laughs) Alright, so we can either um, turn to 111, because that was the thing about uh, Karossian dueling rituals, or Mm -hmm. we can see what happens if we don't say anything.
1: Let's see what happens, but my, yeah. my choice choice is. Uh... Yeah.
0: If you tried to bluff your way out of the situation, turn to 267. If you tried to fight your way past, turn to 283. I'm, I'm bluffing, feeling lucky. Yeah. We've been lucky the whole damn time, so. Okay. I've got an important message for Minos himself, you shout. You've got to let me through, but your bluff does not work. They drag you away <sighs> and throw you into the slave fits. So your adventure is over. What?! <laughs> Okay, so we didn't do that.
1: Anything but the slave pits.
0: <laughs> well, there's the thing, like, all the other slaves, there aren't going to be many other slaves on this planet because <laughs> we're all asleep. So it's just us it's just a in one a pit all by ourselves. <laughs> all right. I think that's called a man cave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, we smashed that with the robot back in the
0: jungle. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> all right. So what do you want to do to, after turning to 111? Challenge Minos to a personal duel, claim to be a message-bearer, use a password, or try to fight your way out.
1: Challenge to a personal duel. Fight!
0: Mm -hmm. Turn to 253. You demand the right, as representative of your people, to duel Minos. The officer in charge shakes his head. Search him, he orders his men. Your heart sinks. You're stripped of all your possessions, but then the sentries take you directly to Minos himself. Turn to 158. I'm going to say we keep a hold of our sword, unless it specifies otherwise, because we've got the Sword of the State, and you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. If you possess the Sword of the State, turn to 242. <gasps> hey! Ooh. Minos is a huge burly man with a curling <laughs> black beard. Uh, His uniform... <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm picturing, picturing, like, a Senator Armstrong crossed with Castro. <laughs> like, young Castro, before it went all grey.
0: Yeah. yeah. I also, Like, it says huge burly man, so I assume he is just bristling with muscles as <laughs> like, His beard is so swole. <laughs> His beard punches you, you die. His beard has got a pair of small biceps, like small arms that are doing curls as you approach him. His uniform is gold-encrusted and and ornate. Not gold trim or anything, it's gold-encrusted. <laughs> he studies you with amusement. Jewel you, he says... Why should I duel you, Thalian Vermin? I'm the only Thalian awake. You reply, and I have the soul of the state. That makes me the representative of all Thola. Thalos, you have to duel me. <laughs> okay, you are the president.
2: Well, oh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's kind Around of the president.
0: Like you, you said it's like the Center Armstrong fight. The, I think this is the only way that the Center Armstrong fight could have been better was if Raiden was elected the president moments before yeah, you had to fight him. Yeah, that's an
1: idea for more Rising Two to kill you.
2: That's totally a thing that, happens, that has to happen in Rising Two.
0: <laughs> yeah, just oh. imagine if you could get Wonder President in Wonderful One Hundred and One as well. While I'm on this train of thought, okay. Around Minos, the other officers mutter. I don't think
1: any of the wonderful ones came from DC. That that could have been a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's right, says one. It's the law, you hear another say. Others are others agree. <laughs> I love this. Like minus is being all like, ha, you pitiful. I I would even waste a breath on you. <laughs> and then they're all like, actually,
1: um...
3: uh, hey. I'm Sorry
0: Minos we, we just
1: cursed the entire planet To eternal sleep through a viral agent But we don't want to break the rules here
0: <laughs> Minos frowns angrily Then he laughs Very well, since you insist he says We will fight, right now The sword of state is returned to you You may now fight Minos himself Yes <laughs> Chop his head off Minos draws a huge jeweled sword you know he did not become tyrant of Carossia by being soft or weak. But you didn't get this far by being weak either. Defend yourself, Carossian, you shout. A murmur. Could it be approval? Rises from the watching officers. You battle Minos to the death. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, so Minos has got a skill of 12. We've only got, got a skill of 10 when we're using the um, Sword of State. So, you need to get lucky here. Then uh, go to the hero- City of Pleasure, if you... <laughs> Is you your feeling lucky? you go to the City of Pleasure. I think that's a different book altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we rolled an... He rolled an 8, which gives him a skill of 20.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, uh, we rolled 8, which gives us only a skill of 18. If, oh, if only
1: we could use our luck stat. <laughs> it's still nearly <laughs> maximum.
0: Yeah. Alright. So this is hitting kicking us and uh, us saying... Our sword is a a tool of justice, but this is not my sword. Uh, He rolled five, which gives him a skill of 17. We rolled eight, which gives us a skill of 18. Which means we win. We win! Yeah. You have slain Minos in fair combat. By ancient custom of the Carossians, his tribe, the whole Karossian nation, must now submit to your judgment. What? Needless to say, you order that they awaken your people and leave your country with all their men and machines. And they do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, before you know it, things are back to normal. Almost. One little thing is different. You're the, the president we- of the planet. <laughs> the day on which you defeated Minos is now a national holiday named after you. Yay. You are truly and forever a hero. Hooray! Well, you still
1: just have to do your day job of hurting
0: dinosaurs.
3: <laughs> <dynasties. laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, you're the hero who saved who saved Thalos, and now go back to working on a farm, punching dinosaurs,
1: I suppose. You, you didn't even get a raise, I mean, you've got that one extra day off, I
0: guess. Yeah, but everybody's going to celebrate Chip and Ironia Day, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, alright, so that's Robot Commando, we managed to get two good endings there, which is... I mean, there are lots of bad endings where we died instantly, but they don't count, so... Yeah.
1: What did you guys think of that? That was pretty cool. I was hoping for, like, a robot combat ending where we could have yeah. just used the super missile.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's too bad we should, couldn't just, like, from outside the robot command it to just shoot a missile at the dude mm. for overkill.
0: I think, that would have been
1: pretty good. But I think you're right about, like, this being a very American, uh, uh, like, action hero story because there is... Yeah. I mean, we got an ending that's all about uh, uh, reawakening the entire planet to work cooperatively, and you have to do it mm-hmm. through, like, trial and error and scientific observation and the city of knowledge. <laughs> mm. But it's really not anywhere near as satisfying as the ending where you just punch the bad man with the sword. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the rain as well. well <laughs> <laughs> <Man>, Yes. <laughs> What would you give that out of five?
2: Hmm. This. The the book wasn't as. The book. The thing I enjoy the most about these style of books is when they're really crazy and, like, yeah. kind of like a fever dream. And this one was a little more grounded. It, it had, like, the City of Pleasure, which was a little disappointing. It had the racist game in it. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other goofy how, how things.
1: How many loops did we get caught in? And uh, oh, Yeah. No. You, you can just frighten yourself to death. That's, so that's true. Nice. You keep going in the temple. <laughs> you uh,
0: walk so long that you just, I, <laughs> like you just drop dead out of exhaustion.
2: Like because yeah. I, I want to say this book's like a three out of five for me
0: because it didn't get I was as like, crazy.
1: If you allow half yeah. scores, three point five. But that's,
0: yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like I enjoyed that one a lot. It was pretty good fun, and we got to be in a robot and mm-hmm. punch a dinosaur. Um, And there was a robot dinosaur in it as well, which is the best of both worlds. Um, I feel like the uh, surprising amount of Endless Loops was disappointing. The the Um, robot
1: dinosaur is a bit of a a failed opportunity.
3: Yeah, what the hell?
0: Oh, Also, the robot dinosaur got out of the um, museum, but it's still rampaging when everybody wakes up. So, uh, uh, (laughs) sorry guys.
1: Yeah. Um, as soon as the museum curator wakes up, there'll be someone who knows how to turn it off.
0: That's a good point, actually, yeah. Um, you know what? Five out of five for that book. Hooray! <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah. I think that's everything there is to do. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything? Uh uh-huh. Take it away, Chief. <laughs> chief Cheesem, that's what they call you. Yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. I mean, we're going to be. Duck Dynasty is going to be starting probably next week. Uh, oh, actually,
0: I'll, I'll let you know now. This is coming out on the 27th of January. Okay.
2: So. Yeah, so by the time this is out, then, uh, either at Chip Cheesum LPs on YouTube or com, there'll be a new Let's Play started with me and Casey Green. We are doing the Duck Dynasty game, which is all about, um, taking a whole bunch of crappy mini games and trying to pretend it's an open world game instead.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> imagine, imagine.
2: <laughs> Just imagine if you had, like, some kind of shovelware Wii game that had really simple hunting mini games, but instead of selecting them from a menu, you have to drive to them. <laughs> That's that game. That
0: sounds, yeah, that sounds like you're just stuck in a giant arcade that also looks like a forest, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And everyone uh, has a, a large beard. Yep. And, and wears camouflage. Beautiful. It's very familiar if you've played through... Uh, this this game Robot <laughs> Commando. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, fun fact: Casey Green has actually been on the um, the podcast before as That's well. That's right, a called Freeway Fighter. Yeah, he was pretty good on it. I think we got to the end and had another. So, <laughs> actually, that one ended on a so, fifth so fight in the rain uh, as well. Deg-
1: <laughs> we just uh, did the world's shortest game of Six Degrees of Separation, flipping <laughs> around. <that. laughs>
3: yeah,
1: uh, but a- in addition to. Uh, the the I suppose the main course of chipandironicus dot com, which is our let's plays. There is Chipot cast, Yes, that is and, actually uh, you can listen to not one but two whole episodes now. It's Woo! it's monthly. It's, it's brand monthly. new. So uh, check it out. It's great. Yeah. Nice. Uh and my turn to to talk about my thing that I do without you. Nah, 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 Six Feets Under is a uh, network of role-playing game podcasts, uh, as in the tabletop variety. Uh, we have a long-running uh, 13th Age campaign, a not-quite-as-long-running but-ongoing D&D campaign, and plenty of uh, one-shots and mini miniseries uh, alongside. Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll be able to listen to all of our Eclipse Phase two-parter, which went really well. Uh,
0: so check that out. It's great, but that, that seems like it'd be a good place to start as well the eclipse phase thing so absolutely
1: um uh, I definitely encourage people starting with our uh little bite sized things we call them bonus feats uh <laughs> a- as a way to to get into the whole idea and they come with uh also round table discussions of uh gaming topics to go along with whatever game's at hand so the Eclipse Phase 1 talks about using uh, established settings to their best ability, nice. which was also a, a good
0: talk. I feel like if you are uh, listening to this podcast, then um, you would probably be a fan of um, the uh, podcasts that you do as well, because like they're, uh, I suppose, similar in that yeah. it's um, I mean, a, it a bunch is of people a... playing through the adventure, but also it's much more freeform because it's an adventure instead of a very rigid book with weird choices at times, <laughs> the, but you probably die a lot less. They in,
1: exist on in, a spectrum. Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, th- there you go. Those are some good things. i uh, really uh, glad to have you on the show. I'm going to plug my Patreon quickly.
1: Go for it.
0: It's patreon.com slash adventure pod. Um, if you go there, then you can, uh, Donate per episode. Um, just if you like the show and like what I'm doing, then um, you can send as little as a dollar a month or however many dollars you have to spare a month. Um, if you only want to send like one or two dollars a month, then you can set a cap on how much you send. And that's entirely fine. Um, and there are a bunch of perks on the website, which uh, I'm updating some uh, this month. Um, and that's going to have some more stuff in it soon. There may be a live show in the future as well. Um, but more details on that as it develops.
3: Fantastic,
0: uh, cool. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks again, Chip and Ironicus for coming on. Yeah, it was fun. It pleasure having you. And thanks to you, the people at home for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: going to eat my dino burgers (laughs) i i ranged this one since it was an egg and now it's delicious
2: oh that's that's kind of messed up i love bronto burgers